What's going on, guys? Welcome to the AMX Moto Online Pro MX Recap Show. Not really a recap show tonight, um, but it's been too long since we did a show. So for the most part, uh, this show coincides with the announcement that uh, the rescheduled Gilman round is hopefully going ahead on uh, July 11. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to have a bit of a deep dive into what's gone on in the first few rounds of the series. Um, and as you can see, we've got some uh, some co-hosts and some guests in studio tonight that we're going to get to in just a second. And we've got a lot to chat about. So uh, right now, this is, of course, the AMX Moto Online Primex Recap Show. AMX of the nation's leading motorcycle retail specialist with over 16 locations nationwide. Ligon Street, if you're in Victoria, if you're in Melbourne, is the latest store to open, which is the new clearance outlet and uh, that is in um, Colton, in the city. Canberra and Cairns are also the latest stores to open in the state with over 16 stores nationwide. They have got you covered. And uh, for the most part, AMX do everything and anything you need for your dirt bike, for your street bike, and anything in between. So make sure you check out amx.com.au. And at the same time, we also have Rob Faramont coming on later as a phoning guest. Rob is the business development manager for AMX Superstores, and he's going to have a chat about why AMX are involved with the the Primex series with our little uh, internet show here at Inside Dirt as well as uh, as a sponsor and a partner, which we thank them for, and pretty much all things um, retail, e-tail, and, uh, and their involvement with the sport. So looking forward to chatting to Rob in a little bit. But uh, right now, also, you're tuning in. You'll either be on the Inside Dirt Facebook. You will be on the AMX Facebook. Also got to give a shout-out to Alex Gobert and the guys at Moto Online. Moto Online are the uh, the nation's leading uh, publication when it comes to motocross, supercross, and uh, and all things moto. And of course, our distribution partner here with the uh, AMX Moto Online Primex Recap Show. So with that out of the way and all the formalities, first off, let's introduce the guy on my left, Andy Dinicol, co-host. And he's back, people. I'm back. It feels good to be back. I've missed you guys. It's you been know. a minute. I had it's a been bit of a minute. hiatus, but it's uh, good to be back. Talk a bit of moto and uh, yeah, have a bit of fun. Hey? That's it. That's it. It's um, you know, I know you like to get uh, get deep. You like to get uh, detailed. Yeah, I do. Been doing your homework, rewatching the races, so yeah, we can yeah, chat yeah. about it. Absolutely, mate. I watch them live, but you know, you can sometimes forget about what's going on. So it's good to review and have a look around, and it, you know, it's good too because you have a perspective of you've raced at a at a professional level. For those of you watching that might not know who Andy is, Andy uh, was a very talented junior prospect uh, at the ripe old age of twenty three. Now he's been retired for about three years, but uh, this guy's won. Uh, was it four or five? Uh, amateur titles in America? Uh, I won four, yeah. Four yeah. national titles. So. Four, four national titles. Uh, Loretta Lynn's regular. Um, you know, and uh, and now he's transitioned to civilian life, but he, he helps us out at Inside Dirt with uh, some insights and opinions. Yeah, yeah, I actually good. want to talk to you about writing some stuff for the website because you'd be good with that. Yeah, yeah. definitely be keen. I uh, I enjoy motocross. I mean, I, I've it was my life for a long time and just because I've uh, gone and done other things in my life now, it doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, watching regularly and passionate, and passionate about it. So yeah, it's good to be back on, have a chat with you guys and share some insight from my side, you know. That's it. And uh, on the right, this guy, he needs no introduction. Although I say that, a lot of you watching might not know uh, what he, he looks like. He's kind of burst onto the pro scene 
with the with the hiatus last year and heading straight into MX2. But uh, it is WBI Yamaha Bulk Nutrients is our rider Alex Larwood in MX2. How are we doing, Alex? Good, thanks yourself. Thanks for having me on. No, good, bud. It was um, it's, it's good. I mean, obviously you're you're out of South Australia, but you live uh, not too far away with uh, with Ross Beaton uh, on the training program down there in Victoria. So I was like, hey, let's. Uh, Let's get you on and, and get you in studio on this sort of downtime show. And um, and turns out there's a bit more downtime going on for you than I actually realised, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, there is for sure, yeah. Um, but let's, uh, let's start things off, Alex. I mean, we'll talk about your season so far, which has been a bit of a roller coaster as far as, uh, you know, round one come out swinging for the fences and was it was an incredible rookie debut. Um Let's chat about that. Let's chat yeah. about going straight into MX2, skipping MX3. Uh, that you know your your entry to to the series was um, there was a bit going on. Yeah, there was for sure. Um, yeah, last year was my first year going senior, obviously, and uh, the I was over trained here in Victoria with Ross Beaton and all the crew here, and um, then uh, last year with COVID, I went home and then I come back, and then early August I hurt myself and broke my femur. So yeah. It was a bit of a write-off year for me, and then I came back over here early uh, this year and started riding with all the boys in Ross Beaton, and um, yeah, come out on the podium at one thing. It was a yeah, bit of a um, big achievement for me, and obviously that was my rookie debut, so I was pretty stoked on that, and uh, yeah, Ross was um, obviously overwhelmed, and um, all the team were pretty happy with me, so. So was that a, a conscious choice as in, um, you know, I know with, you know your involvement with Yamaha and, and the Witten Brothers and WBR team. Um, was was were you personally pushing for MX2? Did you want to look at MX3? I mean, I get why you did it. Missing last year, you would have gone to MX2 this year anyway. Yeah. And I think you would have been odds-on to win MX3 last year. Yeah. That's kind of where the mindset was. Yeah, that's sort of the mindset. I didn't really... There was no real um, push for me to go to MX2, but I sort of thought, why not have the opportunity to go there? So, um, yeah, mm. I made the most of it. Because you technically could have raised MX3 this year, right? Uh, yeah, I'm still 17, so yeah, I could have raced yeah, gotcha. MX3 this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's worked out well. So obviously, look, one thaggy, and, and even, I, I don't want to sound like a critic, but I was pretty vocal about this after round yeah. one. Is like, you know, you guys on Ross's, on the Beaton's program, you guys ride one thaggy like pretty much weekly, right? Yeah, um, yeah for sure, yeah. And then... People don't understand, you know, one thaggy. You know this, Andy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, you think one thaggy's a sand track, but oh. it really isn't. You no, know, and it's really, it's got no. that reputation to be in a sand track, but um, especially when it rains the way it did, that is the nastiest, greasiest kind of. Yeah. It looks like sand, but it's got edges. All the ruts look like mm. they're they're sandy ruts, but they have square walls. Yeah. Like nothing lines up the way you think it no. would. Um, I've flailed around there many a time trying to figure out what on earth is going on um so for you guys to go out like you know you obviously did so you got the overall round one right uh or did you third. was it third or second nah second second overall yeah. but you split moto win yeah I yeah went, i went uh two, two four. four yeah while i'm floundering on remembering results we should probably introduce producer donnell behind us donnell official how we doing buddy i'm i'm good i'm just leaning over and just making sure everything's working. Yeah. So, oh, <laughs> as he says it, the mic nearly goes. I've almost dropped my mic. Um, it's good to be back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got the show out. Yeah. You're not a co-host today, so no, the show no, should work well compared to last time. <laughs> nothing should go wrong. I'm not on camera this time. This is true. So, Do you attribute the fact that your face was on camera to why the show didn't work last time or oh. just the fact that you weren't producing? 
Oh, 100%. It was just the fact that my face was yeah. on the camera. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this is a head for radio. Yeah. Right? This is why I sit behind the desk. <laughs> as long as we're clear on that. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> hey, guys. Um, but Donnell will be chiming in with his opinion and uh, and also, um, and yeah, he's kind of stat guy for me when I, I remember or forget results like right now. Um, yeah. So as far as, um, you know, one thing, he totally was not surprised um, because like I said, you know, you had, Kyle obviously yeah, killed it. Yeah. You killed it. Jai, yeah, Jai um, did really well. Yeah, really good, yeah. You know, Regan yeah. in the sand, like yeah, he's going to kill it anyway. Yeah. But you yeah, know, he sure. he rode really well. Yeah. Um. But then, then we went to Canberra, and that's where I was. I was kind of vocal about it. I was like, okay, now yeah. we'll see yeah. where everyone's at. Yeah. Because sure, yeah. if if you didn't know that one thaggy track on that day, like good luck figuring that out. Yeah, did you yeah. see how much it rained at the first round? Yeah, yeah, I did. I just wanted to touch on just one thing at One Thaggy. Yeah. Um, how did you think that you went at One Thaggy? Because I know, obviously, the first moto was, was a really good yeah. race for you. Yeah. I thought the second moto was not a bad race for you. I think, personally, the start probably let you down. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. You ran a really fast lap time um, throughout the moto, fastest on track at yeah. one point. Do you think – how do you think that One Thaggy went for you? Um, it actually planned out better than I expected. I obviously mm. got off to a, a really good start in moto one and then um, – Led for a couple of laps and then Kyle got past me. I sort of latched on the back of him and then it was just sort of like a practice day. It I was going to say me out there like we Kyle was out front, I was in second and we we're just sort of cruising around. And then um, yeah, then the second moto I didn't get off to the awesome start that I really wanted to, but I made the most of it and yeah, came in fourth. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing with you and Webster out front, pretty much, especially in that first moto. Yeah. I was like, this is just a training day. This <laughs> yeah, is just literally like you're out there on a Tuesday or a Wednesday and, and yep. you know, you're out chasing the pit board yeah. and, and you know, I would imagine that, that either you're out front and Kyle's chasing yeah. you down or vice versa, depending on what, you know, what day you're doing with your splits or your motos yep. or sprints, whatever. Yep. Um, so that, you know, to me is the strength of what you're doing is you're training with the best guys. Yeah, um, sure. yep. You know, and Andy, you'd know this, like you've trained with, Martin no. Davalos, Hayden Malros, yeah. guys like that. Like know. that environment, it yeah. brings out um, a normality to the... Speeds. The speed, yeah. And like how hectic race day is, it kind of, when every day is like that. For sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, you guys, you've got a good crew you're riding yeah. with constantly. And you've yeah. probably got the fastest guys in Australia you're riding with. So, you know, yeah. that surrounding, it's going to make you comfortable with yeah, nah, you know, doing that length yeah. of time, riding that speed. Yeah, no, nah, it's a really cool atmosphere to be down there. And, um, yeah, I'm very grateful for the opportunity that Ross and my family have gave me. So, um, yeah, I can't be more stoked. Um, so then, obviously, going into Canberra, like I said, I was like, all right, now let's see where everyone's at because it's yeah. it's a, a real track's the wrong term. One is an awesome track, but when the conditions are like yeah. that, it's yeah. it's really, if you're not a local, good luck figuring yeah. it out in, in a few, few rides. Um, Canberra was a lot more parity as in everyone was, the times were... Dino, we were sitting in the media tent for qualifying the MX2, and I think the top five were split by, like, point... Yeah, it was pretty close. I it was really yeah. close. Like, I think there was yeah. literally three three to five tenths of a second between first and six or something. Yeah. It was... it was. I remember... That's a cool screensaver, man. I don't know why. It Mountain goats, huh? Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so, you know, going to the line for Moto1, you'd have known how close everyone was, yeah. and then as yeah. soon as you got out, yeah. that first moto was just hectic. I was... Yeah, I... On the line, I was like, I just really need to get a good start. Like, mm. that's where was I that really first turn scary? Yeah, very. Scary. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm glad. They didn't really, <laughs> they didn't really prep. Like, there was like a little bit of a rollover onto the that corner before the uh, finish line jump. Mm. They didn't really prep it that good. And the second one, I remember, 
came over there and I was a bit behind backpacking. I hit this, hit the berm and back end kicked out. And yeah, there's a lot of yeah. There was a, I, I believe nearly every race there was a, a crash at that. At yeah, that yeah. I mean, look, I, I don't like personally like say one thaggy. You know, it's a long left yeah. Yeah. that looks like a scary start but it's yeah. actually really safe nah, because yeah, there's a lot of room to move yeah. everyone gets their bat break um unfortunately it's like muddy at one every time so you don't really <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've raced a few dry nationals there over the years where you can actually hammer into that term but um as soon as i see high speed right hander i'm like oh boy like if yeah, i was racing that was that, nice. that would be yeah because yeah. there's just you just can't get to your controls if there's something if yeah. someone gets stood up your throttle side down yeah. like the, the reaction from turning left to turning right, it's only it's a split difference, for sure, yeah. but it makes a big difference yeah. when you're going that fast. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, I just wanted to double check because I was scared watching, so I'm like, yeah, all right, nah, was yeah. Scary. yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, then obviously Moto One, um, you were in that battle. Uh, yeah. You and Reese Bud came together. Yeah, it was uh, Wilson Bud and then me. I think it was maybe fourth, fifth, and sixth. It was like a Yamaha oh, commercial, basically. Yeah. It was just like a whole yeah. Yeah. procession yeah. of blue bikes. Um, uh, no, actually, the first one it was... Uh, oh, it wasn't Wilsey out front. Uh, was it Wilsey? Uh, or was Kyle, it, was, Kyle was... Kyle was gone, uh, kind of. Noah Ferguson. Yeah, Noah Ferguson. Noah, yeah. And then I think it was, might have been Bud Wilson and then me. Because I yeah. remember... Uh, no, it could have... Other way around, actually. Bud Wilson... Yeah, Bud Wilson and me. Yeah, yeah so... And then you were basically... Um, Working your way through, yeah, um, yeah, and it got to that right-hander section um, yeah. after the opposite the mechanics area. So yeah, yeah. The, after it, it tightens up after the big jumps out the back, yeah, which yeah. looked really fun, by the way. It, it looks sick. Actually. <laughs> it looks so fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think obviously you went to the inside, right? Yeah, yeah, I switched it up, went to the inside, and then obviously I didn't mean to pop out of my rut. I just came in with a little bit more speed, and then. Accidentally popped over and yeah, Reese was around the outside and yeah, we come yeah. together. Yeah, so I kind of yeah. I said that in the recap show from Canberra. I was like, ah, oh, it's a bit of a rookie move yeah. from Lylewood, like just got yeah. a bit excited, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously you didn't mean to, but nah. um, that was a shame because I think you were moving yeah. forward in that one. Yeah, no, nah, I was feel- feeling really good. Yeah. Um, and then where, you came back to what? Where'd uh, you come back to? I'm not too sure on that one. Because Bud, Bud charged through really yeah, well, didn't he? It four, says you got seven points, so I don't know what that amounts to. Yeah, when it would have been... I think you were about... Were you outside the top ten? Yeah, just outside yeah, the top ten. Yeah, yeah okay. So you'd be like 11th yeah. or 12th, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, I think something around um, there, yeah. yeah, it's funny at Canberra because you saw Cloudy, Bud, you know, all those New South guys just... Yeah. Tear it up. Like when I look when I looked at the track on Saturday, I was like, the New South boys are going to kill it yeah, here. Yeah. Like yeah. I was not surprised Meryl Ross got second in MX1 either. No. Not at all. Not at all. Like, I mean that that that's a hard it's a hardback track. Um, it's very close. It's similar to Maitland, I say. Like it's it's got that hard base yeah. to it as well. Like very similar to Maitland. Yeah. I mean, it might be a different state, but it's the same. Same stuff, dirt, right? And like you know? it, all those boys kind of circulate around that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I, I've always thought coming into round two, the guys from New South Wales are really going to shine there for yeah. sure. Mm. And then Moto two, I don't really recall. Seeing you, you didn't get the best start, did you? No, nah, I didn't get the best part, but I made the first lap real count. And okay. I think, yeah, I was maybe sixth or something, and then I passed Bud, and then the next lap I got around Wilson in the same spot I passed Bud. Yeah, okay. And then just opposite the mechanics area, there's like a little rise, and um, yeah, me and Jay, he cut down before me, I cut down, and then we sort of just, yeah, come together. Just That's what I heard. I heard it was where the, where the mechanics area yeah, was, but yeah. so basically he's, 
because it was really whooped out. So imagine, yeah, just like real chattering. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and did he kind of? Yeah, just sort of. It came yeah, across came and me. yeah, okay. And I sort of had nothing doing. Yeah. So obviously you didn't see it coming if you got nah, shoulder down I first. I could hear his bike coming, but I didn't think he was that close to me. Right. Okay. And then yeah, it sort of just hit me, and then yeah, we just sort of. He rode off and I was on the grounds. Yeah, and then dislocated shoulder, right? Yep, dislocated shoulder, yep. So that was, <laughs> that brings us up to speed as in that was, I was going to be like, oh, okay, how's the shoulder? Yeah. Are we ready to go? <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> well, you come in here on crutches. So yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, what, yeah. what's happened? So obviously uh, we had the discussion beforehand. It's, it's going to be public knowledge. So yeah. you can run run the listeners and run the viewers through, you know, you had a bit of a get-off practice. And was it last week? Yeah, last Friday. I, um, yeah, we're just practicing out at one thaggy there and I uh, had a, Little little crash and uh yeah, well, not little crash, just a normal crash and I uh yeah had got a little crack in my femur so hopefully it's not too long, maybe four to six weeks and I should be back. So. Okay, so let's talk about that. So if you look at uh the schedule, uh, unfortunately now because you know the, the announcement just went out now that if you guys are just tuning in via the AMX Superstores, the uh, Inside Dirt, or the Motor Online Facebook feeds. Um, or if you're listening to the podcast channel tomorrow on the Inside Dirt Network, um, July 11 is the new rescheduled date for round three at Gilman. Um, Daniel, can you pull up the um, calendar, Primex? How far would that be, Ray? It's not no, far. No, it's not far. So it is I think 14th of June at the moment. Now so. we basically go... We basically go two weeks till Mate. Maitland. Yeah. And then I believe it's there's a week in between and then we go to Gilman. And then there's a week in between and we go to Albury. Yes. And, and then there's a week in between. And then we finish. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretend, yeah be prepared. <laughs> so we're going racing. We are going racing in a big way. Yeah. Um, so, for you, that probably rules out. Both Maitland, Maitland and Gilman. And maybe you should maybe be back for Albury. We'll see. Yeah. yeah I mean, we're not going to hold you to anything. But, no. um, so, obviously, you're going to be off the bike for a while. What, what are you, What's your plans um, on the road to recovery? You, you obviously, you can't ride at the moment, but no. you know, you're going to be in the gym, yeah, cycling. Sure. Yeah. Oh, not cycling yet, yeah, yeah. but when, when I <laughs> when can, can, I will be for sure, yeah. Give the boy a chance, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm still working with John Parker, trainer. He's local from here down yeah. in uh, Somerville. So, yeah, he trained all the boys. Yeah. I want to see John uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. We know yeah. him all too well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but John, John's studio is just up the studio. His is... Um, Medical center is just up the street here, yeah. so Darnell and me always have uh, <laughs> call them up on a Tuesday when we've been sitting in the office chair for too long. And yeah. go, Can you fit yeah. us in? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be uh, yeah still trying to uh, get my shoulder hundred percent. Can't mm. forget about that one, and yeah, try and stay fit, half fit, and then um, yeah, when I can get back into the f- swing of things. So. For sure. Probably to, to to reiterate to the viewers as well, just casually going, oh, I just broke a femur, but it's more you re-injured yeah, the break yeah, from I, last year, yeah, so it's, it's not, not like you've you've not like snapped your femur in half again. Yeah, no, nah, it's nah. just a, yeah, re-injured, we could say. Small yeah. break. Yeah, yeah small little so hairline fracture. Let's not yeah. get, you know, get out of out of hand yeah, here. Yeah, but still half walking it. So yeah, yeah. Not, um, yeah. For people listening, I'm like, what, he just broke a femur? Yeah. And, nah, yeah. Don't have to have surgery or anything, so... Um, so what a time have we got here? Okay, 5.30. So it's uh, 6 o'clock. We'll get Rob Fairmond on, who is the business development manager for AMX Superstores. This is, of course, the AMX All Motorcycle Accessories Motor Online Pro AMX recap show on the Inside Dirt Network. And that, my friends, is a mouthful when you haven't said it for a few weeks. Because <laughs> uh, I was trying to... We've been at least a month, Donnell, since we did Canberra, right? Yeah, we'd be over a month now. Cause yeah. That was May 30. And then the first show we would have done was, after that was, was like 
June. No, 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 April 30, April so May 1st. May 1st, yeah. Wow, it's like five, wow. Yeah, it's crazy how quick the, the, yeah. the time gets away from you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Like I said, we just decided to do a show tonight, number one, because the announcement just went out regarding the, um, you know, regarding the reschedule. So th- there's, a, there's, a, there's a double-fold situation here, Andy, as far as, um, don't get me started on politics, but <laughs> if... Uh, if the borders don't play nice and yeah. the state governments and all these things, there, there is a potential that the Gilman date moves to September, right? Which would be good for you. Yeah, it would be, good be for really me. good for you. I mean, that's where you won your, maybe, uh, uh, your title. Your, maybe just move that title, up a little bit. You know? Yeah, that's where I won my, yeah, 2019 I won the... So it's oh, a perfect place yeah. for you to race. So you're yeah. for you, your fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, you're saying, hey, yeah. <laughs> September couldn't come quicker. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, but... Here's the, the catch-22 to that. I, I feel like if they have to move Gilman to September, yep. they're probably going to have to move other rounds. For, yeah, sure. for sure. Because then it becomes a problem for the, you know, the if winter, they're, really. If moving Gilman, it means that the border restrictions are still closed to SA. Yeah. yeah. Which means that... Either Mel- uh, like Victorians Dogger, can't travel yeah. and SA can't travel. And yeah. Because yeah. that would rule Wodonga out as well. Yeah, yeah, because it's New South Wales. Look, hopefully by then we should be okay. Hopefully, I mean everyone in Queensland will just be sitting there like, "Lol, what's the problem?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so okay, well that could you know. So realistically, the implications for the series are now, and and I hate to use you as an example, yeah. Alex, but when it gets going again, it's going to be a lot of momentum. You know, sure. because it's going to be basically on a fortnightly basis. Then the yeah. last two round, well, the last three rounds, are back to back, as in weekend to weekend. Yeah, yeah. it'll be all guns blazing. Yeah, yeah sure. it's it's going to be on. So I think, um, and you, I think you know what for the for the viewers that are going to be watching. I mean, it'll be good for racing, right? Oh, like, it's going to be it's, it's going to be, awesome. be really good for the industry yeah, because you're going to sure. have TV every four. It's going to be like watching Supercross um, or, Super <laughs> or AMA, right? Yeah. Um, I really I really hope the government's. Uh, Able to pull it off, play nice, and, yeah. and, and I mean, if so, I mean, you f- you people on the uh, that are watching or listening, mm. you better buckle up. <laughs> There's yeah. some serious racing coming. There on. is all right. So July 11, guys, that's the reschedule date for Gilman, which will still be round three, uh, and then it is on from there. Sort of, sort of round three, sort of round four, because Maitland will come first. Ah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yes. we should probably talk about Maitland. Yeah, let's get yeah. going because that's. Uh, June twenty seventh. So that's yes. a week and a half. Yes. Yeah. We are at thirteen days out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's two weeks yesterday. Yeah. I'm losing track of time with the public <laughs> holiday today. It's really messed me up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Maitland's coming up next. Have you you raced Maitland before? Nah, I haven't. Have you? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, back in my junior days, I think it was like 2012. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. Um, um. They fit a lot of track in. Yeah. To a small space. small space. Yeah. Um. I'm well, not a big fan of Maitland. No, Daniel probably has flashbacks <laughs> of when we were doing NRG TV and he had to set up cameras and... So many trees. <laughs> it was a lot of trees. Um, but yeah, Maitland is concrete start. It's the only concrete start for the season. Albury. Oh, Albury's yeah, concrete Aubrey's as well. Concrete. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think that's all good. Yeah, it is. That's the two coldest rounds of the year, probably going to yes. be Maitland and Albury as well. Yep. Although it gets cold in Adelaide that time of year too. Yeah, it does in the mornings. Yeah, yeah the mornings get fresh. real cold. Yeah, yeah, I know. Aubrey's Nothing's as cold as Aubrey. No, Aubrey yeah, is. Uh, Aubrey is freezing. Al- although Wani kind of was a prelude to that. Uh, All the Queensland guys like, I don't know how you guys do this. Yeah, uh, if the if the weather turns at Aubrey Wodonga, <laughs> we're in for a cold. Good luck. 
<laughs> you remember Shepparton a few years ago? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cold. I had flashbacks to living in the UK and, and growing up in the winter. When you're walking out and it's still <laughs> minus three while qualifying's going on and the guys are riding through puddles that are frozen over, mm-hmm. not good. No, nah, it gets real pretty quick. So, so yeah, I mean, obviously, when I, that's my bad. When we go racing, is actually in a couple of weeks and then it's on a fortnightly basis through to mid-August. Like, it's going to go really quickly. So, yeah. I think momentum's going to be key. And like I said, unfortunately for you, that that's going to be a problem. Yeah. But uh, I feel like you're young enough and fast enough, you'll bounce straight back into yeah. where you were. So I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's um, let's jump in there. What time is it? Let's jump into the MX2 Championship. Let's talk about the, the series so two. far. MX2. We'll start with MX2. MX2. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, because I was going to do MX1 with you, but I feel like yeah. you could probably... Let's talk some shit on the guys you race with. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fine. yeah, Let's just let's just put a big target on your back when yeah. you come back. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So what have we got there, Andy? You've got... Um, i got the results up. Cause is that the championship? <laughs> this is the championship. Yeah. Okay. One thing, you might have one, might have two. Um, this is, this round one, one, two. Oh, round two. Round two. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Webster is... Kyle Webster. Clean I mean, he's, he's four from four. Yeah. Um, you're probably not surprised. You train with him. You know yeah. how fast he goes. Yeah. How how close are you to him um, in training sessions? Um, not very close. Really? Yeah, no, nah, he, he, he he's ripping. rips. Yeah. Okay. No, nah, he's riding really fast. Oh, I didn't expect you to say that. Yeah, no. Nah. Some days, well, now he's riding the 450. Yeah, he rides, because um, he rides the 450 in training yeah, at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the whole preseason, he, he rides the 450, 450. and mm. then... Same as Benny like, Novak, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then just like a few weeks out from round one, or like a month, they just switched to switched 250. 250. Yep. Yeah. Probably um, better anyway. I mean, yeah. you know, it gets you probably riding a little bit faster. Um, yeah. Easier well, to work on as well. You've got to think at this point, um, Webster's eyeing a 450 ride. Absolutely. For next year. like. Yeah. This is really, to me, it, it's championship go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's too young to go to MXGP. Uh, sorry, he's too old to go to MXGP yeah, yeah. in MX2. So I hate to say it, but his only real career option now is 450s domestically in Australia. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing wrong with that. You can make good, some good money being a top 450 guy between here and New Zealand. I mean, yeah. he is the seasoned vet of the class though, right? Like he's probably been in the class longer than most. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Him it's and Nathan. Yeah. Him and you Nathan know. Crawford. And, um, uh, you know, you've got Jay Wilson as well. Jesse Dobson. There's a lot of actually vet-level guys. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse Dobson's not a vet. This is his first year of 250s, remember? Did he go back? He went 450. Yeah, though. he went straight MXD, he went MXD 450. 450. 450. Yeah. yeah. So, but, I mean, really, he's been in the series a while. He yeah. knows the yeah. tracks. He's familiar with racing. That's he's been racing pro since 2013. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, geez, that's eight years. Oh, um, one thing that I was looking at with um, Webster is, if if I'm, call me crazy, but I'm pretty sure that at One Thaggy, he was riding for Dalcon Honda, yeah. and uh, coming into round two, he was actually Castrol. Um, is, that, is that a... Marketing thing, or did yeah, you it's a, a good point. So, I, my understanding of it is Uribe's always pretty innovative with the whole sponsorship for sure thing, and I think you're seeing a new model with Uribe where whether they couldn't raise enough money from a title sponsor. Yeah, I'm, I'm speaking without knowing all the facts, but to me, this is what I heard or, or what I'm aware of is that landing a title wasn't there, so they've gone with um, having a lot of industry partners yep. across every round. You yeah, know, right. it's Pirelli and, and, and all the other brands, but then he's given specific partners um, bike branding as a title per rider per round. Yeah, right. So it's like Castro, Delcon Civil, uh, Medi was Mongol Boots, like all these yep. different brands that are involved yep. with the team. And I think personally, I mean, 
Yamaha is this a little different? Yamaha yeah. runs a a their racing program. Yeah, uh, it's honestly I love it. Yeah. You know, I think if any manufacturer yeah. could emulate something in Australia, it would be what Yamaha do. You know, with the junior team, then you've got Yami Yamaha, WBI Yamaha. Yeah. You've got um, Serco. Serco. Did they win tax like tax lotto or something? <laughs> because like you know, you look at the Star Racing Boys. There's like yeah. six hundred of those dudes, there's and then like there's a heap of Yamaha. But you know in what? If too. if you look at and and I do this a lot now because we work you know based in, in consultancy and marketing work within the industry, right? Yeah. With the different brands and, and different things, not on a manufacturer level, but. Um, the name of the, the study eludes me, but they release the, the figures every quarter or every half a year of bike sales. Yeah. And man, that WR450 is always yeah, the one that's just selling more Smash units than anybody. Yeah. They sold that much of that bike that it's uh, that they're releasing Australian edition. Like, yeah. No oh, other really? manufacturer is going to so, come out and release I mean, an Australian edition bike. We have no no affiliation to Yamaha with the show. This isn't, a, you know, you're just hearing me talking yeah. about your infrastructure versus Honda, but... You know, Yamaha sells a lot of bikes in the off-road and, you know, motocross numbers are not in comparison to the off-road market across any manufacturer. But if you look at how Yamaha structures itself, um, they have a lot of partners that, you know, that they don't fund everything completely. But I I really just like the framework because yourself, right? Like you, realistically this year, you could have been at Serco, you you could have been at um, Yamaloop, but you found a home at WBR, you know? it, it's whatever fits. Like, okay, yeah, well, yeah, he's he's based in Victoria. Yeah, he's from yeah. SA. He's comfortable on that side of the country. The team's there. All right, happy days. Put him there. Allocate funding. Yeah. Um, Yamaha underwrites your win bonuses and everything. It's a good model. But for you, Reeve, I don't think um, I don't want to speak out of term for Honda, but obviously, it's a little bit more on him to fund it yeah. as a private entity. Yeah. So when it comes to that, um, I always say this: I've owned a race team. Yeah. <laughs> I know how much money it costs, and for sure. him to have Medi and Webster and and Gibbsy, I mean, that is not. A cheap operation yeah um plus he runs the the wide red support program like he has a lot going on for sure um but yeah to answer your question i think it's just a case of trying to trying to get funding trying to give the best roi to sponsors so yeah, i think it keeps things interesting i mean because like who that, knows what he's going to have as a sponsor next yeah you know? the castro yeah. bike webster's look sick too yeah, super no. sick uh it looked really cool um but uh, uh it could be good for the industry and it could be a bit of a movement for other teams to kind of yeah. you know do the same thing maybe you know? yeah yeah it's more money that, in, the, so. in, in, in motocross is you know sounds good to me yeah. so after webster we've got a yamaha uh, commercial speaking of yamaha so bud is second in the championship dobson's third in the championship wilson is fourth Nato Crawford is fifth. Then we've got Dylan Wills, Noah Ferguson. We've got Alex in eighth. Levi Rogers, another Yamaha rider in ninth. Chase Cosford, another Yamaha rider in tenth. Um, Isaac Ferguson, Corey Mahone, 11-12. Hugh McKay, Jai Roberts, Jai Constantino, Chandler Burns, Tommy Ravenhorst, Ricky Latimer, Liam Andrews, and Mackenzie O'Bree. Turning out the top 20. Top 20. Ty Jones, Caleb Barham, Tyler Darby, Brock Ninnis, Oliver March, and that's going to be top 25. We don't need to go any further back than that. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, Bud, I'm, I'm pretty stoked for his Bud. I don't know how tight you are with him or if you yeah. really know him that well, but he's had a journey to get from, yeah. you know, his junior success um, he left KDM, went to the Lee Hogan Honda program. He had a good year in 16, 17, got injured as a junior, but he's just been chipping away on these like Honda support rides, driving around the country in his van yeah, yeah. with a small budget. And, and then he finally got rewarded with this Yamaha ride. And I just, I just like his work ethic. You yeah, know, he, nah, he, he just puts in. Yeah. He, yeah. he was on the, was he on the CRF Penrite team? 
No. He was on yeah, um, Lutchett's yeah. team. Yeah. On Lusich's team? Yeah. yeah. He was oh, he was. Team, he was. In, in, yeah. yeah, 19. Yeah. All right, my bad. All right, so yeah. But, I mean, no disrespect to that. No disrespect to that team, but as a support guy on that team, like it's not like it's a... Yeah, he not. doesn't have the resources there that he does at Yamaha. No, sure. I think all their eggs in that in that team, all their eggs were in the Webster basket. Yeah, for the championship. Yeah, mind you, like I'm sure that team provided good support. Oh, definitely. For yeah, Reese, sure. but not at the same level that he's getting right now. I'd yeah. say, like I'm saying, within Australia, especially as a 250 rider, clear to see that if you're not on a Yamaha back program right now, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you know what? He's second in the championship. It's obviously a, a long series, but you know, if he's got the right support, he's got a good bike. You know, he's got the people around him. You know, he could very well be a top three guy at the end of the championship. Like, there's no sure. doubting that he rides good. Yeah, for you know, sure. Corner speed's yeah. very good. He's a strong bloke. He's, he's a big fit. Fella. You can tell fit. he's fit. You know, yeah. he's um, it's impressive for him. I, I, you know, and I love to see it for sure. Pretty stoked on Dobson. Um, man, collarbone injury coming in. Yeah. Um, Dobson would have been your era, right? Dobson was my, a little bit. I think he was maybe a little bit above my era. I'm not 100. So he graduated juniors a year before me. 2012 was his last year. He went to pro in 2013. Yeah, it could have been the same time. Um, you were already because when I met you was in America at Millsaps, and that yeah. was in 2012. Yeah. So you're already gone. Yeah. 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 What's the go with Dobson? Because he's riding seven gear when he's on the circuit team, but I thought that was a answer only deal. No, so seven's now distributed by um, the same yeah, circos. Yeah, circo. So, so Gav went and put one rider in answer and one rider in seven. Seven. That's pretty. They're tough. also injecting a fair bit into the series too with the whole shot. They are. Yeah, circo's got a pretty big involvement this year with the really? series, like this the the whole shot awards and everything. Yeah, um, not the team, as in like the actual distribution. Yeah, Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's good to see. Seven's a pretty cool brand, and you know, like I could see why they probably do that. You know, oh, uh, definitely. I mean, probably selling a bit. He, it's it's funny because, like we said, he's a veteran in the series, yeah. but it's his first proper factory ride on a. I mean, he was part of the Recovery KDM team last year, but yeah. obviously didn't get to go racing. Mm. Um, Serco pick him up, and it's good to see he's, you know, Dobson. He's always had talent, yeah. so it's good to see him putting For it. Sure. Especially with the injury, he was riding with a broken collarbone. So, yeah. um, Jay Wilson. Fourth, I mean, Wilson had a horrible first round. Um, I kind of expected a little bit more out of Wilson, but in saying that, I do, like, this might be a bit of a a bit of a bit thing, but I think Wilson's a better Supercross rider than motocross. I think he rides Supercross really, really well. He does. And um, I think that, you know, if he start, stays healthy throughout the series, he, you know, he's going to be very good on Supercross. But I just, I don't know. I don't, I like him, don't get me wrong. I love yeah. the guy, but motocross, not sure, like... If he's, you know, it's, pro- guy. it's probably hard for Alex to comment on this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But Jay is living right now with, um, with he's in uh, New Zealand with Ben Talley, there you go. Josh Cobbins. When he won his 2015 title, he was riding for Josh Cobbins' team and living in New Zealand. Yeah. I think there's going to be something to that. I think for the rest of the season, you're going to see a different Jay. Like he was starting to get it together at Canberra. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we've had this break, but he's been racing sure. in New Zealand. It's going to be interesting to see. Look, I hope so, because I like the guy. Mm. You know, I really do. He's a, he's a ripper bloke, um, and I hope he does well. But, you know, there's some tough competition in the motocross. He also, I think you also forget, Andy, that he came out at Coolum in 18 on a stock bike with a pipe and beat everyone at Coolum. Yeah. Like that's not an easy he's, to win at. He's a confidence that's, rider. That's, a, that's he's a confidence rider. a compliment to that YZ250 and how yeah. good it is. Uh, Nato Crawford, you know, had the DNF at, um, what round was that? One. Round one. Uh, Round two. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's not good. You know, he's already uh, 38 to 50, so what's that? 
12 oh no that's round one sorry so he's he's 40, 40 points, points out man that you know mm. alex you know how fast webster's going that is yeah. a tall order for nato yeah, for sure to get that title he's done. ripping as well you yeah. know like he is cooking at the moment i think he's he came in with the injury though right uh i'm not too sure on that one yeah he did i remember chatting to him and, and yeah. nato's real on the down low injury oh, guy like uh, you don't shoulder, get shoulder blade yeah yeah that's right shoulder blade you don't get nothing out of him on like he won't tell anyone he's injured, and yeah. then low key you'll hear about it. He actually, I think he told me on uh, round at round one. Um, but Nato, so so going back to first round, Je- Jesse Dobson and then Crawford, they were both ripping at round one, right? I think yeah. that goes back to you know you look at Coolum, they both ride there quite frequently. They've yeah. grown up around that area. Coolum, Wanthaggy, fairly similar um, mm-hmm. in track conditions. They have that hard, slippery base yeah. when it's wet, but also it's pretty sandy. I think that's why they really shined coming into that first round, and, and, and it's a spew that... And they were moving forward. Like for Not a lot of guys exactly. around one were moving forward. Yeah, um, Who's your biggest surprise? I mean, I know you're coming in as a rookie. You haven't raced a lot of these guys before, but is no. there anyone on that list, say, in the top 10 or whatever, that jumps out at you like, I was surprised that guy was going so fast, or I was surprised that guy was... You know, I blew by him in all four uh, motos, you know, like anyone you thought would be better or is going better than you thought? Um, I haven't really thought about that one before. Uh, probably Noel Ferguson. He really surprised me at Canberra. He yeah, was he was really ripping, good. hey? Yeah. Actually, the, gas, eh? Yeah, actually, the mention on that one, he uh, stayed and rode with us between one thuggy and Canberra. So That's right. Go. I saw I saw he was out with you guys. Yeah, um, so no, I mean, Ferguson's one of those kids, I, I keep saying this, people are probably sick of me talking about it, like he was one of the only juniors to give Duffy a run. Yes. Do you yes, remember yes. like at um at Tasmania that year? Yes, that was a good year. It was. It was a really good year. And yep. he was one of the only guys in eighteen when Duffy graduated and he graduated. Yeah. Like Ferguson would hold shot every moto because he weighs <laughs> like nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Duffy was a big guy on the one twenty five, yes. you know? Um and and Duffy was better, but Ferguson would make his life difficult like yeah. every race. Yeah. And to me I was like, I like that because yeah. he knew Duffy was better yeah. but he wasn't willing to give it up yeah, yeah like up. like when i watched you in 19 at, um gilman yeah. win the the aussies yeah you didn't really have that like i don't think you really had anybody that was yeah, not really. a thorn in your side like yeah. on the 250 especially yeah whereas yeah. i feel like ferguson was just enough where yeah if i was duffy be like man this kid like yeah. just just you know yeah kind of stop getting whole shots and you know but yeah. ferguson wants it so you, you, yeah. you can yeah. always see it but um, his career trajectory is a little different to Duffy's. Um, but yeah, he, he, he was very impressive yes. at Canberra. You know, they uh riding the gas gas as well. And yeah. uh, that's a bike so nice, they named it twice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, on the gas gas. On the gas yeah. gas. I mean, hey man, they look sick. Like Tanny's 450. It's that tough. That's pretty cool. For yeah. sure. With I, the black ring. I bike one. Dino really wants one. You know, coming into really Maitland, um, someone that I think has... You know, not really done as great as I thought he was going to do coming into the series is Dylan Wills. I mean, I'm pretty sure he Ooh. is a Maitland local. Uh, local, but know? he also broke collarbone. Correct. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, didn't get. Did he get? Sur- yeah, he got surgery. He got surgery like a week or two. I think it was nine days. Yeah, after he got injured after one, he got surgery and then came back and came back and raced round two and actually led a moto. He was doing all right, didn't he? Didn't he lead one of your motos? Uh, yeah, he, he yeah. got a good start. Yeah. Definitely at, got a good start. Yeah. No, no, yeah. at, uh, at Wani and Canberra. Didn't he hold shot a motor? Uh, he didn't lead at Canberra. He didn't lead at Canberra. He, he, he was up the front. Uh, he shot at Wani. Yeah. yeah. Look, I think that, you know, coming to Maitland, um, that's someone that I can see doing very well, especially coming from around that. It's his yeah. local track. Yeah. Um, he's always 
you know, historically done very well at that track as well. And I'd love to see Wills do well because I think, you know, he's a good bloke and, and he trains pretty hard as well. He does. He wants it. And I think what's exciting for Wills is he's factory Husky 450 for Supercross. Yeah. Which is a really good That's thing. Cool. Um, all right. Let, let's, uh, let's run a couple of questions now because we're not going to do another show before Maitland. Um, as far as a preview or, you know, this will be it because in two weeks we'll go racing. So, um, now you're out of Maitland. You can get objective <laughs> yeah. about this. Um, yeah. let, let's do podium. Who, who's your pick for top three at Maitland? Uh, I would have to say Kyle. You reckon Kyle's going to take the win? Yep. Okay. Then I reckon Crawford. Yeah. And then maybe Bud. Yeah. Bud. yeah okay. That's a good, that's a good bet. What about Thanks. you? Oh, me? I'm going to go. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to go for a bit of an upset and, um, you know, I think that Webster's riding really good at the moment, but, you know, these guys are from New South Wales, and I think that um, Reese Bud is going to go second. I'm going to go with uh, Crawford for a win, and Kyle's third. Okay. Um, here's, here's, here's my thought. Uh, I, I think Bud's going to get a moto win really? at Maitland. I was thinking about saying that. Yeah, I think he will. I think... Um, I just have a sneaky thing that the Honda might struggle off the concrete gate a little bit. I, I don't know why. I just have a feeling that it could happen. Um, and, and put that together with I know how hard Maitland is to pass on. Where, where are you at, Donnell? Oh, you know where I'm at. I, I've said it and I'm going to stand by it until proven wrong. Yeah, you're going 24-0. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> He's going to go I, for a sweep. I don't I don't see. Uh, after the first four rounds, no one, no offense, Alex, um, you rode really well. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I just I don't see anyone it's interesting having a, an actual rider in here that we have to pick our yeah, words yeah, a little bit Alex rode really well at Wani but once again Webby just showed he is the guy to beat right now and until someone beats him which I don't I don't see it happening well if, I if mean it, if it that, that's happen, probably the case but I feel like if it's going to happen anywhere it'll be on like a New South tight you know, because Albury isn't tight anymore. We've opened it up. It's a lot more high speed. It's no longer an 85 track. It's not, basically. It's, it's definitely different. Uh, Maitland, I mean, Maitland's high speed, but you know what it's like. It's a lot of track, and it's... But to mention that, Cole has lived in New South Wales for a few years. Yeah, well, true, yeah. true. I mean, he trained at Melross's joint flat out back in the day. Like yeah. He doesn't really have any weaknesses. I'm just trying to give the yeah. show some <laughs> to something. What? I'll <laughs> say something. I reckon Darnell is... Out for lunch hard. You reckon he's out he's, for lunch on that one? Look, I hope for Kyle's sake that he goes the whole sweep. Because mm. I know, like, contingency money, he'll oh. be rolling in it, you know? <laughs> he'll be banking. Jareva will be and sweating. I, <laughs> he will be sweating bullets, <laughs> you know? And I hope I hope he does. But I don't think he will. I just, and I, I think he is so far out for lunch. Okay, here's what I'll say. Maitland, podium, Bud, Webster, not in any particular order, Bud, Webster, Crawford is the podium. Well, I put mine in order, so you got to. Well, I just did, and everyone <laughs> told me I'm crazy. Yeah, good. <laughs> you are crazy. All right. I'll okay. Well, I'll go... Um, all right, let's get... Spot. I'll go Crawford for the overall Webster, Respard round out third. That's what I'll go for Maitland. I'll go Webster, Crawford, Wills. Oh, that's Ooh, a good bet. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Willsey will get good starts Willsey, there. don't let me down. Yeah. Right. You're my boy, <laughs> Willsey. I'm sorry that I didn't put you in the top three. <laughs> You're my boy, Willsey. Um... All right, Alex, so we won't keep you too long. You've got a bit yeah. of a drive home. Um, so uh, we'll probably call it there. I know we said we chat MX1 yeah. with you, but yeah, no, I just flipped the switch and uh, we chatted MX2. So yeah. he's quite. Who have you got winning for MX1, Alex? Yeah, let's talk MX1 yeah. real quick for for for, uh, for Maitland. MX1. Cloudy. 
Yeah. Yeah, you can't go past Cloudy at Maitland, can yeah. you? Yeah, no, I reckon Cloudy might. Go and who, who's your top three for Maitland? Let's say that. Oh, that's a hard one. Yeah. Um, mm. In order? Or we ask the tough questions around here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so you want him in order or just in order? Three. Uh, I reckon Cloudy for the win. Yeah. And then maybe... See, Maitland's oh. an interesting one because I don't think Melrost it... Melrost is... Yeah. I, I think, reckon, yeah, probably another CDI one yeah. too, right? Yep, I reckon. How's the boy in blue here? Just yeah. like... Sorry, sorry, Alex. Maybe one of the Mossy brothers? Really? Oh, yes. That's a big yeah. call. That's a big, that's that is a, a big call. One. Oh. Which one are we talking? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't really know him personally, but... Matt? Or yeah. Jake? Yeah, it'd be Matt at uh, this point. Matt. But the, yeah. uh, that is a big call, Alex. It's I a mean, good call, though, because they are very good at those tracks. Yeah. Like, he really it. Move yeah. cutting. And in, before, like, the series started, he raced there and he smoked them there. Yeah. yeah. So, I could say, that's a good, yeah. that's a good one. Um, the way his season's gone, though, for him to get on the podium would be, <laughs> would be impressive. Yeah, it would be, yeah. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh yeah, th- in a food not, for thought. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, not shocking the Yamaha rider picked a Yamaha sweep. For uh, <laughs> <laughs> he knows which way his bread's yeah. buttered. Yeah, yeah, nah, we're only joking. Man. Nah, we're only joking. Hey, thanks for coming in, Alex. Really appreciate it. Um, best luck with the recovery. Maybe we'll check back in with you. Um, you know, yeah. when you're a little bit closer to getting back on the bike. For sure. Sounds good. All Thank right, you. buddy. Thanks for having me. Good to see you, mate. No worries. All right. Um, we'll just have uh, Alex Lawwood step out. Whilst we reshuffle, Andy. Um, <coughs> Just you and I, mate. It is now. Alex just kind of doing his thing getting out. So, um, cool. All right. So, that was MX2. Um, pretty good insights. Man, we've got to fix that chair. It's creaking. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Um, well, you know what I could do? I could up? actually probably... Get on my bike, go down to Ligon Street and go to the clearance at AMX <laughs> and then I could get some WD-40. So whilst we have this little uh, downtime before we call Rob from uh, AMX, you, you don't live far from there, Not do you? Not far. So, no. you know, it, it, AMX, they, they help you out wherever they can. <laughs> exactly. You know, I so. was very far away from the local place, so they just made one yeah. in Ligon. There you go. You it, was all, it was all known that you were going to come in and co-host this this show. Yeah. But um, this is the AMX Moto Online Primex recap show here on the Inside Dirt Network. Um, if you're tuning in, uh, thanks for listening on Facebook Live. We're going out on AMX, Inside Dirt, and the Moto Online Facebook pages. And, of course, you can catch this uh, the day after the fact. It'll be out tomorrow tomorrow morning or tonight, Daniel. I'll see how I'm feeling. See how you're feeling after we finish. Yeah, um, it depends. Well, it all depends if I've got power and internet when I get home. <laughs> yeah, things have been getting wild here Country in Victoria. Life, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, we only, uh, we got power back yesterday, which is good. So shout out to everyone out there because I know um, like a lot of areas are flooding and a lot of people are still without power and it's uh yeah Victoria's just doing it rough right now. Yeah, it really who, is. Who would have thought stage five lockdown included no power or water? Yeah, they're, they're getting, this is getting out of hand. Yeah. But uh, no, Ligon Street is the latest store to open in the AMX uh, Superstores family. Um, 16 stores nationwide as the nation's leading motorcycle retail specialist. Uh, it is a new clearance center located in Carlton, Melbourne. Um, Canberra and Cairns. Can't, Cans. Cans just opened also. So there is stores in every state for you guys to check out from AMX Superstores. And with that being said, let's get... Um, 
Rob Fairmont on for a quick chat. Rob is the business development manager um, for AMX Superstores, and he is the guy that was uh, a big part of getting them involved with the show here, and uh, also when chat about their involvement with the Primex series as the presenting sponsor. So I believe we've got him on now. Um, Rob, welcome to the show, mate. How you doing? Good, Joe. How you going, mate? Thanks. All good, mate. Uh, we've got Andy Nicole here uh, co-hosting with me. I'm sure he'll he'll come up with some questions for you G'day, at some Rob. point. Hey, who's that? Andy Dinicole. He's uh, one of our oh, yeah, one of our inside uh, family co-hosts going, that we mate? rotate. Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Fantastic. Rob, so look, we um, – oh, yeah, of course. You probably remember Darnell as well. Darnell is uh, – he's producing the show over there, so uh, Darnell says hi. <laughs> Have you got Darnell in that studio? Oh, we do, yeah. Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, yeah. 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 That's lovely <laughs> words from my – Hey. Oh, you're still my. I'm still employed, so you're my current boss. Maybe maybe I'll take this to HR. Hey, uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't believe they let you have a microphone in front of you. Yeah. No, well, he's not on the. He's not on the camera tonight, so the show's going smoothly. But yeah, um, take that roll off, unfortunately. <laughs> Rob, obviously, look, wanted to get you on the show for a quick chat, mate. You know, we said we do this at some point this year, and I figured today was a, a good as time as ever because this isn't really a recap show. Although we did just announce that. We're going racing again uh, with the Gilman round July 11, and obviously we're at Maitland in a few weeks. So it's getting going again, but we wanted to give the listeners and, and of course, guys like AMX, you know, some some value for for investment as far as the show goes. So we, we put one out tonight. But, um, you know, AMX is, you know, as a brand, um, heavily involved with, with Pro Motocross and, and all things um, Pro MX, uh, you know, between the series, obviously being involved with this show. So I think from a, more from a business point of view, obviously you're the business development manager at the AMX, um, you know, group, so to speak. Uh, maybe just chat a little bit about your involvement, you know, with the series and, and everything from the grassroots of the sport through to the pro level and everything AMX really, you know, is involved in. Sure, sure, man. So, yeah, look, and uh, Danell would know this better than me, but... Um, Probably. I am- <laughs> <laughs> well, he was around in the early days, right? So uh, Yeah, yeah. The- AMX, AMX was founded on, uh, you know, providing uh, good value MX gear to uh, guys that just want to get out on the weekend and ride, whether that be through competition or just, you know, getting out in the bush or whatever. So, um, and, that, and that's going back, what are we talking now? 12, 13 years ago, right? Uh, um, I think it would be 15, yeah. 15 or 16 now. Right, right. So with Rod Hunter starting the business and, um, you know, one little uh, little shop in Bayswater, Darnell. Yep, right? yeah, the Bayswater store, still there, still kicking. The original. Still that, there. Oh, still my kicking. home for nine years. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was, um, was uh, uh, you know, a good um, a good. Um, start for the company and um, and uh, you know uh, important to sort of be able to bring those um, you know those deals and bargains to uh, guys who hadn't been able to buy stuff at uh, at really good prices before um, you know in Melbourne so good start of the company and here we are sort of 15 years later and, and still doing it and doing it doing it across Australia right so yeah, yeah, yeah getting for sure. uh, Getting bigger and bigger, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's grown from, and, and this is probably a, you know, I think it, we're from Victoria, obviously, and and the home of the home of, of AMX, essentially, like you said, it came from Victoria, but there's been such a big push. You know, you guys just opened Canberra, you opened Cairns, um, 
you know, it's safe to say that with, with over 16 stores now, it's gone to a national level. Um, so I'm assuming being involved with Prime X, uh, you know, as an initiative is to get that nationwide brand exposure and, and uh, you know, step step up the, the nationwide coverage of what AMX is about, right? That's right, mate. So we, we you know, uh, look, we've always been trying to, trying to grow and, and bring those um, – you know, bring bargains to people, not only uh, in the MX side, but also in the roadside, uh, up and down the East Coast and into South Australia. And, and uh, as you say, Cairns just opened. Canberra, Canberra's just opened. Canberra's going great. Um, and, you know, lining up with the guys um, for Pro MX, it just makes perfect sense for us at this point in time uh, because we want to, you know, there's a lot of people like, it's funny, we come from Vic Wright and we've, we've grown up with AMX over the last 15 years, as Darnell has grown up with AMX. And, um, Literally. you know, <laughs> it's, part of, it's part of our life, right? Um, but um, guys up in New South Wales and Queensland, you know, they don't know who AMX is. So the best way to let people know who AMX is is to be out there um, literally in front of people, showing them what we do, having a chat to people, getting people from the local stores, involved in uh, in each of the rounds and yeah and just showing them introducing who amx is and showing them who amx is i mean obviously the, you know we've got um the activation at each round which is offers some some retail and some cool products to, to the fans at primex but also like you said you've got guys from local you know the team from local stores um oh i'll backdrop is falling can you just push that back <laughs> It's high budget here, Rob. Our backdrop almost just fell on us a little bit here. So, um, <laughs> there you go. Um, what was I going to say? You know, you've got, you've got team members from the local stores. You know, going out to the local Prime X rounds, meeting the uh, you know meeting the fans and and doing that whole deal, which I think is a great initiative because uh, you know you and I have had this conversation off the air where you've got you know what is essentially now a a nationwide retail brand where, um, you know, we know in Victoria that AMX is staff, you know, uh, you know, you ride, uh, you ride what you sell. Everyone, you know, everyone involved yeah. is really passionate and they all ride. And that's pretty unique yeah. as far as a big retail outlet. Like a lot of guys just get funneled in for retail. They're not really riders or industry guys. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that's the case yeah. in Victoria. We all know that, but I think the prime X side of things is a great, great way to achieve that on a national level because um when the fans and the local guys are going to the queensland rounds or whatever it is um they're hopefully going to see guys from the stores uh that are going to be selling them their parts during the week and that that relationship is something that goes a long way yeah that's right and you want to talk to people that understand what you're uh what you're asking for and and you know understand your questions and what you need for your bike and um what you're hitting on the weekend that um, you know you need to you need some help uh, with you know um, so uh, all all the guys pretty much all the guys ride whether it be road or off road in fact even myself right um, I got the old uh, lounge chair of the bush the DRZ no, big DRZ four hundred <laughs> perfect <laughs> I tell you it's been a long time uh, between between rides <laughs> there, but. Um, but it's great fun, right? So you know, uh, getting back into it is uh, is just awesome. Getting out there and and just having fun, you know, and that's what it's about. And um, yeah, we love it. And how good is it uh, to be back at Gilman, right? Beautiful. Yeah, it's 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 um, good news as far as that goes. That um, 
you know, that we were able to reschedule that round and get that in. And, you know, it's such snuck up on us. You know, I was so fixated on the announcement going out about, um, you know, about Gilman that we forgot basically two weeks from now we'll be finishing up and doing the recap show from Maitland. So it's, it's getting going yeah. in a hurry again now. Yeah, looking forward to getting to Maitland too. I'm going to be there and a few, like quite a few of the crew are going to be there. And um, yeah, it's an it's an area that ob- obviously we don't have a store in, uh, around there um, yet, but um, hopefully one day. And uh, you know, there's a lot of lot of um, lot of motocross guys that uh, it'll be it'll be really good to get in front of and just introduce AMX to. Rob, uh, Andy here. Um, just uh, obviously, um, AMX has come from humble beginnings, uh, just one store in Victoria, now to uh, 16 nationwide. Um, what's what's next for AMX? Obviously, growing around uh, Australia is something that you guys want to do and want to become a, a uh, family household name um, You know, in the industry. Um, what, what's next for you guys? Yeah, mate, it's just, it's more, to be honest with you, it's more about, like we see, I joined the company four years ago and um, we see a gap in the market, right? So, you know, we just we just see. Look, there's there's a lot of other players in the market, and um, they you know they all do a good job in in their own way. But we think if you want to bring people, uh, you know, a really good range products at a at a really good price, which AMX is, you know, that's the foundation of AMX, right? Um, and then be talking to people talking to people that are just like you and me. Um, you know, we just want to bring that to more people. So we see plenty, plenty of opportunity to do that uh, yeah. through Australia. Who, who knows? Uh, you know, I mean, internationally, I don't know. Well, I think, um, and what you touched on there, who knows, right? I mean, Asia Pacific, who knows? But um, yeah. if you look at, and and I, you guys have explained this to me because obviously our parent company here, ID Media Group, which we run, you know, we're, we're pretty focused on digital marketing, e-commerce, that side of things, which is where the world's heading um, but, you know, even I've had this chat with Mark Willingham and some of the other guys that they're involved with AMX at a, a higher level and yourself, Rob, you know, like you're saying that the team, they all ride, they all provide value to the customers. You can go in there and, and chat about the race on the weekend. You can chat about the gear that you want and, and the guys actually going to give you some feedback sure. about what products are appropriate for you. You, know, you can't get that through a website. And of course, AMX, you know, you have a great e-com platform. You can go to amx.com. Get whatever you need shipped to you uh, very quickly. But for someone, and let's face it, right, the price point for even with with great um, great prices that AMX has, you want to go in and get kitted out to ride ride or dirt bike, road or dirt bike for the first time. You're gonna want to make sure you're getting what's appropriate for you because it's not cheap. Even with good prices, it's still um, something that you would want reassurance you're buying the right products. Is, is how I would look at it, you know. That's right. And when you're standing in front of somebody who knows what they're talking about and having a good chat about things, uh, th- nothing can replace that, right? It's, exactly. Uh, it's, Rob, are you, are you it's, trying it's to say that Darnell knows what he's uh, talking about? <laughs> you, I, I will back Darnell here. He is one of the best. No, uh, I, I hate boy. to give him credit, but he is... <laughs> He was, he is known as one of the best pilots guys the in the king. industry, straight yeah. up. Um, I will give him that. But uh, no, I think I, that's I, a little bit you. self-proclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but it's true. It's true. I've watched him in action, and he does a great job. And uh, you know, he really understands what people are after, and um, and uh, you know, uh, helps them with what they need. And that's what you get face to face. So, and I think doing that's, great things for my ego. Yeah, it's careful. He's not going to be able to walk out the door later. His head's going to be so big. I think that's one thing that, um, you know, AMX does bring, though. You know, I've, I've 
gone to the Dandenong store, you know, since I was, you know, early days racing. And there's definitely one thing to say: it's a it's a family orientated place. That you know, going. Um, oh, it's coming back. It's uh, you know, you go there. It's everyone's easy to deal with. You know, you feel like you're a valued customer, and um, you know that's what you want out of a shop, really, isn't it? You know, it is. It is. But um, yeah. Rob, we, we said we'd have you on for a quick chat, mate. I know it's a public holiday uh, tonight, so I appreciate you coming on. Um, Probably before we go, anything AMX related that, uh, that the listeners, the viewers need to know. I know that you know there's the new um, uh, Ligon Street Clearance Centre that you've been uh, actually seeing your face on socials, which I wasn't sure oh. you did much of. But here he is with the selfie <laughs> stick, guys, taking you through the store. Um, you know what, what's going on. I know you got the 125 giveaway. Like anything that the listeners need to know about before we. Yeah, um, mate. Spot on. Spot on, Joe. You just that, that. Those are the two things I got written down. So yeah, 17 stores, now, mate. Um, 17. Pop, there you go. Pop, 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 pop up shop in Ligon Street. We just opened it on Friday. Uh, took us like a week to fit it out. Get a heap of gear in there. It's all clearance stuff, right? So just uh, back to the humble crazy. beginnings. Yeah. In fact, in fact, I'm having a look. Uh, today I'm on the, I'm on uh, having a look at you know and the store's gone really well right so uh, we've sold heaps of stuff but I just wouldn't mind making a little bit more money out of it you know <laughs> I think we're selling stuff too cheap in there yeah yeah, yeah okay well so, I mean so uh, if you're looking for a deal Ligon Street head down to Ligon Street yeah so it's got road um, off road everything you need oh uh, actually no we've left we've left off road out of it can you believe it we just can't get enough gear right so nobody's there's there's just not enough gear around the place to chuck in there so we've got a bunch of road gear. We can put in a bunch of casual gear, lots of good brands. Yeah, and, nice. Uh, yeah, so Ligon Street's going well. And yeah, Project 125, right? Our first bike build. So we're nice. very excited about that. Yeah, that um, is going to be a cool see... cool deal. I have a request. Could I, when you guys finish building that before you give it away, we should do some content with me shredding that thing. I'd be, I'd be keen to do Absolutely, that. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, you should see it. I've seen it. Um, it's in the, it's in the, uh, it's in the workshop getting, uh, getting put together and, and the, Finish on the um, on the engine and the uh, swing arm is incredible, um, and uh, yeah, can't wait to see the uh, all the bits and pieces go on and plastics go on and the new graphics. It's uh, first F I think comes out this week. Beautiful, so perfect for that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, Rob, thanks for coming on, mate. Appreciate the time and. Um we will uh, we'll be doing these shows throughout the rest of the year, so hopefully the series goes off without a hitch. And, uh, yeah, just thanks for AMX for being involved and supporting our show. And, um, yeah, all the best, mate. Thanks for coming on. No worries, mate. All right. Thanks, Rob. Right. Chat Cheers, soon. Thanks, See you, mate. See you. Bye. All right, guys. Rob Faramon there is the business development manager for AMX Superstores on the AMX Moto Online Pro AMX Recap Show. There it is. Brought to you on the Inside Dirt Network. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Get your tickets at the door. Um, that was cool. Look, I, I'm a big, um, a big proponent to educating people that are fans of the sport or riders or anybody, junior parents. Like everyone listens to this show in different contexts of where they're at, right? For sure. And, and uh, I think a lot of people, even dude, a lot of pro riders, don't really understand how sponsorship, investment, yeah. like how it all works. Uh, it's a motorsport. It costs a lot of money, sure. whether it's the promoter putting the event on, whether it's the, the self-funded privateer, the factory team. I mean, you've ran your own program in the States for years, yeah, yeah, you know, um, sure. it's not a cheap thing to do. And, right. and sponsorship doesn't just, it has to have a, a financial um, business objective right. to, to be met. And I think um, you look at what AMX is doing with the Primex presenting sponsorship the massive, massive value on investment they'll be getting from this show. Huge. <laughs> but no, you know, I think it's good for listeners and, and the general public to sort of understand, you know, what what 
a brand is about and why they're investing in certain things, right? So um, with that uh, out of the way, let's dive into MX1. I'm keen for MX1. So lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. Joe, to be honest with you, I've always predominantly been an MX2 guy. I like watching the MX2. It's what I've... uh, I've always thought the racing's always been better. Mm, mm. But to be honest with you, 450 this year, I have not been able to keep my eyes off. If you watch Canberra, like Canberra was... It was gnarly. It's Um, Like Gibbsy slamming Cloudy off the track. Everyone's scrubbing dishes going down the back straight. Like that in itself is... um, that was impressive, is and you don't normally see that intensity nah. out of four fifties. Maybe for a those lap or guys two. Guys were riding those four fifties like they were two fifties, mm. and they weren't getting that tired. Like no. they were really going for it. The and level, the level in four fifty is high. And this the aggression, like the aggression between everyone, mate. It's definitely a talking point. So I'm excited to be able to dive into it. What surprised me? We'll start with Canberra because we did the recap show, but it's so hectic doing the recap shows that it's hard to really break everything down. Yeah, you know, you had. Let's start with Honda. You know, you had Gibbsy win that second back-to-back moto. Yeah. Um, still wasn't thrilled. I did a post-race interview with him. They, they're, they're struggling for setup on the hard pack. Yeah. You could tell. Yeah. Um, Medi was the other op- end of the spectrum. Like, started up front. Yeah. Went backwards. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. New bike, right? Yeah, new, new bike. coming into the series. New bike. You know, it's going to be unfamiliar. I know that, obviously, America and Europe, they're going to be, you know, the benchmarks. Well, they've got it sorted. Guys are just one. Uh, Russia went 1-1. One, one. Roxon just won in America. And went 1-1. One, one. So, you've got to think on a global level, the bike is there. Right. Um, but, just because that's the case, doesn't mean in Australia. I mean, Medi killed it at uh, one thaggy. Right, very good. He did. But I think his experience lent himself to to that in the sense of you put such a veteran of the sport yeah. who's ridden in every condition you could ever, you know, you got to think at this point, there's nothing on a motocross track that would surprise Brett Metcalf. No. I mean, that guy is one of the best, I'd say, uh, historically ridden, you know, a number of professional, like, motocross spikes, like yeah. well, he's pro been circuit. Factory Cowie, pro circuit. Exactly. He's been factory Suzuki in America. Yeah. He's yeah. been Yamaha Troy in America. He's, you know... He's no slouch. No. Um, so I think that experience paid dividends in how gnarly what yeah. was. You know, I think he had a, a goggle malfunction at Canberra. It was just interesting to me to see that I think, you know, you look at Medi um, every year, and I know Medi kind of listens to the show on and off, so it's tough on this one. But like every year we come in and we're like, Medi, you know, he could do it. He could be the championship guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he is a veteran now. I mean, he's 36. 37, I think. 36. So, look, that's not that old. But when you're racing... But when you're racing against, you know, Duffy and... I mean, Duffy's you know, 18. Yeah. Luke Cloud is, what, 24? Four, five. Five at the you most. Know. What did we work Max out? Max Purvis that? is, like, 18. We worked it out that um, Maddie would have had his pro senior debut two years before Duffy was born. There you go. All right, so... That's what I mean. I yeah. mean, look, I remember going to watch Anaheim 1. That, I'm pretty sure. I remember going to watch Anaheim 1 in 2005. And yep. Medi was racing that 125 Yamaha of Troy, yeah. right? Yep. Um, in AMA Supercross. Duffy would have been born in what? 2003. <laughs> so he'd have been like three, two years four. old. Yeah. That spun us all out when Alex came, when, when Alex was in here before. Yeah. And we went, when were you born? Like, 01? And he's like, no, 03. I'm like, <sighs> wow. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm, yeah. There's a 10-year gap between me and you. So that's one generation. Yeah. But then Duffy is, you know, again, half generation younger than yourself. Sure. So, you know, for Medi, you know, age... It's probably not a factor 
but I feel like his window, and this is my perception of it. Okay, his window, like you could see it at Cambray, he whole shot, didn't he? One of the motors. He was up there. He was yeah. top three. For he sure. threw that big whip on the opening lap. Like yeah. he was feeling it, but the bike probably wasn't where he needed it. Yeah. But I feel like his window of I can push through that will be getting smaller as he gets older. Yeah. So I think that they, track position for Medi is going to be and yeah. play a massive part on his results. I mean, mm-hmm. if he doesn't get a good start, I don't think that he's going to be a guy that you'll see coming through and coming up and getting the lead. Well, I, I just don't see that. If you start, start that good at one taggy though. In that motor that he won. It wasn't bad. He was always top five. I don't yeah. think he was outside the top five all day in the first term. But it's, it's t- I love Medi. I'm a massive Medi fan. Massive, um, huge. But yeah, it's like saying, if he starts in seventh, does he make the podium? I don't know. Like, you look Not at... Not when you're looking at the guys like Duffy, you know, Hayden Maros, uh, Luke Clout. Like, those guys are on another level at the moment, I think, personally. And not to say that he isn't. Well, the one that threw the spanner in the works for me, though, was Gibbsy. Like I said, winning that second... Like, I was like, where did that come from? When I interviewed him, like, you got to be stoked. He was like, yeah, but the first two motos were horrible. Yeah. Um, he, you know, basically, I spoke to Medi at the airport. I spoke to Gibbsy at the truck. Both of them were saying that we need... We need to figure out our setup more. And with how gnarly Canberra was, it would have been unforgettable. I mean, and this is the thing. Canberra on a 250, yep. you know you know yourself. 250, hard pack, edgy, you can push through anything. Yeah, Change up a gear, over rev it, whatever. You'll bounce through the square edges. Right. A 450, different story. completely different. Yep. And what that means is if your setup's not where it needs to be. I mean, I chat to Todd Waters after the race. Yep. Same deal. Like, I was chatting to Todd as he was going back and forth. They were putting suspension in carry cases and it was going back to Queensland. Like they, he was like, "I need to figure some stuff out," you know. Uh, so let's put, let's just put, you know, the Honda team down to set up. You know, these obviously, yeah. you know, between these next two rounds, they're going to put some serious well, work I, into their setup. I was going to suggest that Maitland, uh, sorry, um, Gilman, met his home race the next round. But also, it's going to be Gibbsy's home race as well. Well, obviously, before the schedule changed, but yeah. I was like, okay, you're going to see the Honda boys come out swinging sure. at SA. That's probably going to have to wait around because mm-hmm. I. I don't know. I just I don't see Maitland really favouring any of either of those two. No. Uh, they'll be there or thereabouts. They'll be top five, I think. Yeah, they'll be in the top five ish. But you know, I think what we chatted about before, who was going to be up front in MX One. Um, but yeah, you said put the Honda team aside. Sorry, go ahead. Honda set. Yeah, so Honda team aside, I, I was going to go into Todd Waters, right? Yeah. Um, you know, Todd Waters. Full time mad dog, really. You know, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. so good on a motorbike. But you got, I think, like, when I look at it, he's riding off roads, he's riding motocross. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of time on a bike. Surely you'd be overworking yourself a little bit, you know? Like, but you got to look at, I would say yes, but there's only um, seven weekends yeah. of professional motocross. He's not racing supercross. But he is traveling around Australia doing that, right? Um, he's driving. Yeah, they're not flying. Which is, um, which is pretty, like, it's a lot of time in a car driving. I mean, he's traveling to do his schools. He's, was he a manager bump? Yeah, he was. He was a manager bump. I think you look at Todd now, his business model is Todd Waters, the brand. For sure. Um, you know, realistically, and, and this is no slight on the industry. This is just the truth. You know, if you look at um, Luke Clout, yep. Regan, Regan, Duffy, perhaps, those guys go win eight out of, uh, you know, 80% of the rounds, races, and a championship. Yeah, they're probably doing pretty damn well. Everybody else, you know, you look at Todd, who's who's probably used to making a lot better money in the glory days of yep. when there was more money in the industry. Um, you know, for him now, he's probably going, well, yeah, I could just do motocross. And if I train my butt off and I isolate myself and I win, 
yeah. can make X or I can race motocross off-road, do yeah. my schools, do my riding gear, run my performance shop and enjoy it with my family yeah. and probably make the same collectively or sure. more. Like you got to... That's where I'm at, you know? For sure. I mean, look, he's second in the series, so he couldn't be doing too bad. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm he's making saying, it work. You know, you know, the longevity of the series, mm. you know, I just don't know. I mean, he, first round, he was ripping. Second mm. round, he didn't do bad. I think he's also struggled with setup. But he's also leading the E2 class at AORC. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, 100%. No, I agree. <laughs> that's he's a lot a of time. Yeah. On, on, an, on a know, bike, off-road. yeah. I just, you know, you're looking at guys like Mal Ross and Luke Clout and... Duffy, who they rock up to the track, their gear's laid out for them, all that stuff, you know, everything's easy for them pretty much other than, you know, just mm. getting off the plane and getting there. And I just think that that's going to be maybe a struggle possibly for Todd Waters because he's going to be travelling around doing that for himself. Do you think it takes the pressure off him though? I do. Really? Yeah. I think that at his age, he's, what, what's Waters now? He'd have to be 30, 30, late 20s yeah. at least. Um, I know my mindset now as in my thirties, I'm like far out. I you deal with anything so much better than your twenties. Yeah, you know, you imagine being 21 or 20 or 19, which for you wasn't long ago. Everything's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you get older, especially when you have a family, That's like he nice. has a young baby now, a lot of things that you think are important, real quick, they're not important anymore. So let me ask you this question: yeah. Do you think that Todd Waters will win more rounds this year? I think he'll win a round at least. Yeah, you can't bet against Todd at Coolum. No, no. I'm no. just. I I think he might as well. Mm. I just want to. Uh, I think he can. If he if he doesn't win around, he'll definitely win a back to back moto. Yeah. I think he's going to be pretty sore coming into Coolum because remember we've got, the, doing, we've yeah. got the QMP, ARC, and then on the same weekend is Pro MX back to back. And that's what I mean. Yeah, that's where that's, that's, that's a lot of racing from. A lot of racing coming up for him, whether it be just there or just in. You but know, he's so years. fit, dude. He's so fit. So, but another, that's waters. Another so. thing I've been thinking, right? Mm. Coming into round two, I watched one thaggy mm. and I thought to myself, Regan Duffy isn't going to lose a race. He's the real, yeah, yeah. He when when you saw him. Blisteringly fast. I, you know, I watched him and you don't do this at a pro level very often. Mm. Like I was standing on the bank in between rain showers, which is pretty much once or twice throughout the day. And I think he went past Melros and Rikers and one other guy yeah. in, in literally three turns. And I was literally watching it thinking to myself, what are you doing here? Go to GPs because you are ripping. Yeah, you know and, I mean? and we we had him on, on. We did a feature podcast with him at the start of the year. Yeah, and, and I asked that same question. I said, "What, what are you still doing here after donations? You know, and last year, like you could have been gone already." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Yeah, you know, I think without being able to say it, he would have had things on the table over there." But they have a plan. They don't want to go too soon. I think winning a title here is probably on there to-do list. Fair enough. But I know where you're going with it because you watch Wani and you go, okay, game over. Like, this guy is and just... And then round two happened and Regan rode really good. Don't get me he wrong. Did. He, he did. He was always pushing to the front of the pack but it wasn't the Regan that I thought I would see coming into round two. Mm. And and I was vocal about this as far as you're like, okay, now there's a hard pack question mark on on Regan a For little sure. bit. Which I, you hate to say it because he's so good and, and I'm a big fan of his. But it's like, okay, Cloudy got close to him in the sand. Yeah. Cloudy beat him in the sand. Well, then you go to Manjimup, you know, um, which was last weekend. And we can't talk about MX1 without talk. We're going we're to cover Manjimup more in an in Inside Dirt show soon. Um, but as far as this Prime X show, that race has implications. To this series. To the rest of the series. Because mm-hmm. 
in his own backyard, Cloudy, Cloudy went and beat him. I did not, you know, I mean, I if mate, <laughs> I would have lost some serious money. I would if there was if there was a bet on. I'd have been like, no, Duffy's winning. I'm putting five grand on it. Everything. I would have lost like, my ass. It's not going to happen. I would have been able to pay rent or dinner. You know? <laughs> I'd have been smoked. The funny thing is, though, if you look at the results, Duffy won the final, final, the, the last eliminator race, right? Because yeah. they do four eliminators and they lose five riders from twenty in the pro. It's a, it's an interesting format. You got to chalk some of it up to okay, it's a unique format. Duffy had. Suspension problems had to borrow suspension because they didn't have another set of uh, a kit over there or whatever for WP. Anyway, so there were well, some things. There were the some background. things going on, but he went out and won the last moto on suspension that wasn't his and beat Cloudy. So you go, okay, that doesn't really make like the whole thing to me was it doesn't really make backwards. sense. That throws you know? something at KDM though. Like you look at CDR couldn't travel, but they had everything there for Cloudy to go and win that event, mm. right? Yeah, and that included they had I believe it was just. Luke and Aaron. It was Luke, Aaron, and his and Raylene, I think, and yeah. his mum. Yeah, or right. and and um, that's a his, pretty his, d- his dynamite team. Yeah, right. Dynamic has. Yeah, but KDM is based in Western Australia. No, they're not. They're not no, based there anymore. Sydney. They're oh, they're Sydney now. Yeah, oh, scratch that. I'm out to lunch on that. They used to be. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they until be a couple of years ago. Until yeah. the new group model took over, mm. they they were there. Um, but Dino, you and I chatted about this, where I'm like, okay. How does he not? How how do you go all the way to WA and and no, and this isn't throwing shade at KTM. This is just maybe KTM were thinking there's no way that you know. And I, but you know CDR had it at round once. You can't throw shade at KTM. Mm. You know Cloudy shock blew out at Montaggy. Mm. You know that was uh, human error mechanical error, whatever it was. I can't really remember. But you know you go all the way to WA. You got an, an internal error, suspension error with Duffy's fork. They don't have another set to put in. But then he goes out and wins anyway in the final moto. It doesn't really make sense. But to me now, I'm like, okay, this is the problem for Duffy. If we'd have gone to Gilman next, um, sand-ish. I don't... I know you don't... Gilman isn't really sand, but he goes there. I think he's got a better chance of beating Cloudy at Gilman than he does at Maitland. I think he's got about a 20%. No one's going to touch him at Maitland. No, I don't think so either. Um, So that's what I'm saying. Now you've got a swing of there's Gilman in between um, another high-pack round, Aubrey's the same as New South Wales. Dude, I look at Cloudy at the moment and the form that he's in mm. and the way he's riding. Like, the, the last race at Canberra, I think that he could have won that. I think, you know, the way... Like, he's just riding so good. His form is so good. He executes his races so well. He always yeah. puts himself in good track position off the start. He's going to be a hard guy to beat at Maitland. And I we've, think that We've he, seen this before, though, with Luke. Yeah, he beats we have. Himself. We have. It, when it came down to the wire in 2019, uh, it's got the better of him. You know? Yeah, no, I just think that, you know, this year, Luke Clout's got something to prove. And he, does. he wants to be in that number one spot. And obviously, Wonthaggy, you know, the bike let him down there. It is what it is. But he is still, you know, he's not really that far. He's on 72 points. Uh, Duffy's on 85. It's not terrible. So here's my thing with Cloudy, right? And Donnell, I think you'll agree with me here. I think Cloudy has a race against time to bank as many points as he can yeah. before the back-to-back round. Before they get to call him. To call him. Because, yeah, his sand game must have improved to have won manager up. But I you don't. know how fast Duffy's going to be at Coolum. Duffy and, and Waters are both so fast at Coolum. Yeah, so you go, okay, can, can Cloudy afford to go, worst-case scenario, 3-3, Overall, at the last two rounds, if he can bank enough points between now and Coolum to do that, even so, though, man, I don't. I think he's going to have to come out to Coolum and like be a 
top one to two guy. Well, that's what I'm saying. And if he can't, which, smoked. you know, it, Todd and him were on a different level in 19. They were just one and two. Yeah. But Todd beat him by, like, a lot in 19. Um, this year. This year, like, is he going to be better? Yeah. But Regan's faster than Todd in the sand. Yeah. It starts to get a really interesting dynamic where I think we're going to be going into the final round on Sunday at Coolum going, okay, you know, but Duffy's got to stay close enough. Like, yeah. he was third overall at... Um, at Canberra. At Canberra. He can't finish off the box because if Cloudy's going to be ticking off wins on the hard pack, yeah. he's got to be third and second overall. Melros is going to be another guy that on Duffy's weaker days, I think he'll be in between. Well, he trains with him. Exactly. He knows how he rides. He watches him every day. I mean, if right. you're riding with someone, you know what their weaknesses are. You mm. know what they're good at. You know what they're bad at. And I think that for, for Melrose, that's a good position for himself to be in. It is. He's it a, is. You know, he's a veteran in this class. He's been there for a while now. You know, um, I think he's going to be So if, if we rider, said if we know? said Maitland, Luke Clout, Hayden Melrose, one and two. I'd say easy. Easy. I think in that's... either order, to be honest with you. It would be cool to see Maros get a win. Um, I think he does it this year. I reckon? think he wins a motor, yeah. So, okay, best case scenario, if that's the case for Regan, is he needs to be third overall again. I mean, we're playing bench racing here, but because this isn't a recap show, we have the luxury to do that. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be interesting. So, if we look at... We've talked about Duffy. We've talked about Waters, Mel Ross, Cloudy, Gibbs, Meddy. Let's talk about Jaden Rikers. Someone that I actually wanted to speak to before the show. Mm, mm. Um, we had a chat about him, yeah. For sure. Rikers, I remember going out, started the season, watching him ride motocross. And, mate, I thought to myself, this guy is going to be a top three guy, mm. easily. He's so fast. Yeah. You know, his technique's good. We've spoken about it on the pod before. He, his technique is solid. He puts a lot of solid. time into his, yep. you know, his, his technique. He, he does his laps. You know, um, he's got a good crew around him, that Empire Motorsports team. You know, they're, they're, they're good. You know, mm. they're an up-and-coming team, but I think they've got a good base. Um, I just, you know what... I, I haven't seen the Rikers that I know come out swimming, like swinging. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, to me, round one, like we talked, we chatted about this off air, right? You go, okay, um, you're at one thaggy. Yeah. You're from WA. Yeah. Wet sand. That's you got to think, okay, chalk that one up. But then you go, all right, he didn't get the best starts. He didn't qualify the best. Yeah. Vision was a, a real problem if you weren't yeah. out front. You know, you can chalk it all up to going, okay, you know, maybe he it just is. had a bad day. Yeah. But then, you know, you go to round two and probably not his specialty, but I've seen him ride high pack well on a 250. Uh, you know, he yeah. was top five guy getting as good as thirds on a privateer Suzuki 450 Mate, a few he, years ago. That 250 two-stroke he was riding. Yeah. He was a top three guy that year. That he year. Was like, he was smoking. Yeah. 19 when he was riding the, the Suzuki. This is that SB. Sort it was of like the SB slash um, KSF. KSF deal. Yeah. It was a weird deal. But, but he was getting good. It was getting well, really well, he Did he finish third in the championship? That's why he's number three. No, 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 no. Three is just his number. Okay, but he scratch he was, that. That's lunch. He was in, <laughs> he was in contention for like it was top fives and here and there in nineteen. Um, but then you look, you know, you bring it back to Manji because that does have an impact on the series. He didn't like he whole shot of the moto over there, but I don't think the day was still that good. I think he got seventh. Yeah, it looked. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and he's he a WA sh- guy too. He so. whole shot the first, but. The weather in Manji led it to not being a normal Manji. It's in the track, look, hard packed, slick, kind of greasy, not sandy in what I saw on Instagram. That event is always the hardest thing as like a media guy to try and get anything, uh, you know, anything from, right? Don't know what we always say. Let's do a Manji Bump show. And then it's like, how do we actually cover the event? Like they don't have a live stream or 
it's tough, you know. Uh, can't be. Uh, what was the other one? Um, King of MX. That's always difficult to get results out of. Yeah. Um, yeah, we probably. It's a good point. Um, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. we'll probably close it out with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. King of MX. Another one last year or the year before. Yeah. Um, Look. Yeah, I, I mean, will say this. I mean, he's got some stuff going on. Is in. A, a, he's got a young baby. Sure. I think he's got another one on the way. Or, or he's got two. Did he have two, the, 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 the new one? one. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Congratulations to the Rikers family with that. But I, mean, I got two kids myself. Tell you what, Damn. racing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no I know I don't talk about it much. You probably hear a lot of it in here, um, in in the office. <laughs> but me trying to race professional oh, be, with two, be, I, I, I don't know how struggle. it will be tough. You For know, sure. um, and I know he's got his. I thought he was going to live over here this year in Vic, but yeah. he's back in WA. Is that is that right? Yeah. And, and you I, know what? That could be... Well, he's doing his coaching program. Like, there's a lot of things that you could... Make. Maybe he's just had a tough couple of rounds, you know? like yeah. it, It's so hard, right? Because, um, yeah, a team. He's, he's on the Empire team, but, but there's, there's not a real factory influence on that. You know, it's a private team... And yep. and I've ran a private team effort. It's tough. You you go to you know you, you get your bikes from the manufacturer. Rikers gets his bonuses from the manufacturer. The team foots his wages, and, and then you're going to technicians that anyone can go to. Like you don't have a, like you can't go to Gary Ben at CDR, yeah, or, or Brad and be like, hey, I want a, a motor. Or they'd be like, get out of here. We're doing it for the team, right? Yeah. Um. Th- there is a level of you know same with KDM to a certain extent. They have the in house. Of course. Outfit across the group of Gas Gas and KDM and Husky. Yeah. Whether the riders like Waters choose to use it or not, but it's there. It's, yeah. it's an in-house IP resource that you can't get as a privateer, right? Yeah. Um, it is it is a disadvantage, and I'm not knocking the Empire team whatsoever. I think Tyson, Cherry, and Clint, what they've done is great. I know Amazing. how hard it is. For sure. But with that being said, when you're trying to race re- real factory teams – I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but it's the truth. It's not easy. Same as, you know, you've got Connor Tierney, the next guy down on the, on the list a few further down um, on the SP Motorsport Suzuki team. You know, that that's the part of the team I was involved with in, in, in as, a, as a business partner. That's their new yeah. outfit has been Suzuki for a few years. But same deal, you know, Connor gets bikes. I think there's some sort of bonus structure involved. It's pretty loose with Suzuki as far as the funding goes, I think. But... Um, you know, the SB guys, Scotty Brewster and that, they do a great job. They work hard. But it's not on the same level as, yeah. as, as another, you know, as a CDR or those established teams. That I mean, Dak has been in the game longer than yeah. anybody. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the point I'm making is like Connor Tierney, again, people are saying, because I've been saying he's been having a, a tough year, he's been struggling a bit, but it's tough because they're just not on that level of the teams they're competing against. And that's no disrespect to anybody, but it's the truth. So, um, yeah, Rikers, I don't know. Hopefully he pulls it around. Rikers, I see if Purvis you're listening. Getting a win. Oh, not a win, but, you know, factoring into a podium as well. You That's do? A, overall? Yeah. Or, or like, an, a, like a moto or... It wouldn't o- It wouldn't surprise me to see Purvis, like, st- randomly go out and, like, be right up front in the back-to-back. I think he could do that this year. I don't know whether he's going to be a win. I will say oh, one no, thing. I, I oh, sorry, I'll rephrase that. I don't think he's going to get a win, but I think he'll factor into a top three. A top three guy, I reckon. He could get he a definitely top three. Could. I mean, he's got so much speed. He's got a mud. We qualified like. first at Canberra. That and, was cool. And then obviously Cloudy won the shootout, which yeah. is also a great initiative from AMX is the, that the is, top 10 the, shootout. That top 10 shootout is an intro. Did you see that on, on TV you've been uh, watching? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, so it's really interesting this year because you have your standard qualifying session yeah. and then it used to be Super Pole. Uh, now, now it's, it's ten minutes. Ten minute top ten race, 
they'll go out and put a hot lap in, but it's oh, not right, one right. lap. It's as many laps as you, which it works out to be in like three laps because yeah. by the time you do your in lap and your out lap and you get clear trap, they basically just hammer for 10 minutes. Um, but yeah, that, that one purpose obviously didn't win the shootout, but he was fastest in free qualifying. So it, it adds a new dynamic to the series. Um, Jay Lamb was a rider we had on Inside, Dirt, uh, Inside show. Dirt show the other week. Jay, he's from Scotland of all places. Uh, moved over here, his career in the UK finished, and then all of a sudden he got a bike again and started racing. He's been like, well, he's 10th in the series. 10th in the series, yeah. yeah. It's good. I mean, you got guys like uh, Joel Whiteman, who's been in the series for a while, Jevin Baldwin, Aaron Tanty, which I think... Well, Tanty missed round one, yeah. yeah. and he, he, he got on the podium at Manjimup. Did he? Overall. Third overall. That's good. Because, uh, you know, I like Tanny. I think he rides really good. He rides really good in Supercross. I know that. Tanny kills I, it. I, I think that I always kind of considered Tanny be another one of the guys that is a Supercross guy. But it's good to see him getting up in the top three. You know, he proved me wrong, which is good. Right? Yeah, I mean, he um, speed has never been an issue for Tanny. Nah. But consistency in staying on the bike has been a thing. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I did a post-race interview with Tanny at at camera, he raced with no fingernail. He had a surgery that week and had his fingernail removed. Really? And like, you know how much 450 roost hurts. That's brutal. Like that shows me that he wants, like yeah. if I'd have raced with no fingernail, I think I'd have had my hand wrapped in bubble wrap, yeah. like bark busters. Dude, I'd, I'd he, he could have ducked down the road to AMX I was going to say, just go to AMX, <laughs> <laughs> buy some yeah. sort of ridiculous off-road setup that, that protects your hands. I hate roost. Dude, I hate fingernails. I got but my finger caught in a door the other day and I nearly cried in public. <laughs> and and he's going out just manning it up. So it shows me that he wants it, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah. okay. You know, there's a lot of guys we spoke about, but there's one, there's, there's two guys we haven't spoke about, which is the Moss Brothers. The Moss Brothers. Big talking point. This which year. we haven't really had a chance to chat about them, Darnell, yet because they haven't factored into the results for the no. recap shows. And because the recap shows are so busy... So let's chat about the Moss Brothers, specifically Matt, because I think Jake is more along for the ride at this Isn't point. He out of the series at this point. Well, he hasn't finished any races. He's got Either of them. Fifth, and then oh. he got. Neither's finished points. a race. No, Jake has, but Matt, Matt he crashed out a Moto One at, at One Thaggy, and he crashed out a Moto One at. Um, Did he have a bike Canberra. issue at Canberra as well in qualifying? He may have. He hasn't got any points. No, he hasn't scored any points all year. Um, so you go okay. Uh, look, we had him on the show and it, it was great to have Matt back in the series we, and I'm not talking any shade on him. We had him we for had the to, opening we round. We had to talk shade on him. But he hyped it up a lot, man. Like he, he was coming back to still, you know, hide your husband, hide your wife, hide your kids. Like he was coming for 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 everybody's ride. He was coming for the podium to, to show the industry what's up. Hasn't really worked out that way for him. I don't, have a th- count, I have don't a th- count him no, out. No, no, I have a theory. I have a theory, but, oh, but we, we chat. Let's, you go. Here's the thing, right? I know how hard it is to come back to racing after having a significant amount of time off. Mm. These guys that are in the series, these guys are riding yearly round. They're progressively getting better and better and better and better. Or, you know, Some are staying a little bit consistent, but they're still fast. To come back after, what was it, four or five years? Four years. Four, it's not going to be and easy. Half, four and a half years. You know, yeah. I don't, it's not going to be an easy task. I know that he had some preseason races where he did really good, but I was never going to be thinking to myself, Matt Moss is going to be a guy going to win, you know, the series. Mm. I'll be honest. Well, I just don't. I think it's it's twofold, right? And, and you're exactly right in the sense of, and you know yourself, right? Like, say you've been out of the game for three years now. Yeah. You know, it, it, if you jumped on a bike for three months... Yeah. I know you would get back up to... You could go run with any 
any local to, to high level pro guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. At the practice track. Yeah. No problem. No problem. But you haven't raced for three years. If you went out and raced a pro race, that's the thing. That that's the, and to me, like with, with someone like Matt Moss, he, speed is never going to be a problem. Yeah, he would always find speed, but it's it's being out of racing, yeah. and he doesn't have a team behind him. It's a privateer effort. Gate drops, gate drops, and making those split decisions. You know, you got to make decisions at a, a thousandth of a second that either result in you being on your head or not, getting a good start or not. Yeah. And I think for Matt. He's just struggling with that. And I think the second part of my theory is he's got so much pride and determination that instead of taking an eighth or a tenth to get his feet wet, Hits the road. he's not willing to do it. He, he's like, no. And I might be talking, I might be out to lunch. He might just had some bad luck and a crash. I'm, you know, he might come out at Maitland, which if he's going to turn his season around anywhere with this little extended hiatus we've had yeah. with missing round three, it probably... Um, you know what? Here's another thing that I look at. Okay, he did some preseason races, but you look at the guys that are winning the races at the moment. All the guys are doing the preseason races, mm. right? Everyone's been racing for length of time. That not many of them had a huge break after Supercross. They they tried to make sure they did as many races as they can. What do you mean that they had a whole year off? I know that, but as soon as they got back, they were going into races. Look at, um, for example, you know the guy. Regan Duffy, he went and raced Wanthaggy. He raced that other racing, is it Canberra or Sydney? Yeah, they were yeah. all racing well, the, uh, the preseason. Pr- always racing. I know there was no Supercross races. last year, but I know what you're saying. Sure. Like, basically, but like, yeah. they were like continually getting gate drops, gate drops. I know that you know for um, Matt, he did, I think, maybe one. He did one in he Canberra. Did he did two or three. Actually, he did, yeah. He did like... He missed think, one of the sunny states because so, he, he crashed out or... Yeah. yeah. Like I think he, he raced like a, a two of the East Coast races. He yeah. raced one of the Queensland a couple club days. But that doesn't it's replace... Not a, lot of, not a lot of gate drops really. It's know? not, you know. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. Um, but a lot of hype... Hopefully he can figure it out. It would be good to see. I would love to see him on the podium just to know I what would, he's going to say on the podium. I would love him to win a race. You know, I could mic drop moment would be would Tough. be real. And I've never really spent any time with Matt or chatted to Matt until we did the show the other day. Yeah, and he behind that the other day it was three months ago. You know what I mean. But behind all that bravado and confidence, like he's a pretty normal dude. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually was racing in uh, Mill Creek. Uh, I think it was for like a regional and I, after my race I was walking around the pits and I actually bumped into Jake Moss. Well Jake um he was training He does uh, some coaching. Yeah, yeah. Levi Campbell at the time and I was like what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you like of all places Mill Creek is in the middle of nowhere like yeah. you're in I think it's like Tennessee or somewhere like yeah. just not somewhere you'd expect a Moss brother to Moss pop brother up. Moss brother to pop up, you know. Um, so, but no, it's good to see him back out racing. Um, they add they add a lot of color and they add a lot of personality of, to the series, which we need that, you know. Sure, I think. What What do you think that Matt would say up at the podium? Oh, that's what I'm be saying. A Conor I, McGregor moment where he's like, I yeah, ain't it. I ain't leaving. You not, know? <laughs> I want to apologize to absolutely no one. Yeah. That's honestly what I think it would be. Yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah. I hope he does. I, I would love to see it. So, be, look, Matt, look, Maitland, not the easiest track to pass on. Hard pack, his backyard. Man, if he gets to start, look out. So, I mean, probably let's let's wrap up MX1 there, but it's going to be interesting to see. We've got a few minutes left, and we're just going to dive. Can you do something with your laptop? Put MX3 out for me. Uh, we're going to chat AM, uh, MX3 now on the AMX Moto Online Prime X recap show here on the Inside Dirt Network. Um, if you're still listening, tuned in across Facebook, uh, 
on Primax, sorry, on AMX, on Inside Dirt or Moto Online. We appreciate you guys listening. Um, and the same on the podcast channel, Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Make sure you like, uh, subscribe, leave us reviews. It really helps us be visible, and we really appreciate the you guys listening. Are crucial. They really are. They help us a lot. Um, five stars, please. Five star. Make sure you hit that five star review. Um, <laughs> MX3. We'll run through the top 10 of the championship real quick, and then we'll talk about the uh, the series. Blake Fox, Ryder Kingsford, Benny Novak, Kobe Drew, Caden Mania, Jack Mather, Ty, uh, Ty Keen, Connor Rossandich, Seth Birchall, Brock Flynn. I've uh, got to give Seth Birchall a shout out, actually. He got hurt pretty bad yesterday at the King of MX. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, I don't know I, I don't know specifics, but I know it wasn't good. Um, I think, not going to go into specifics, I don't know for sure, but the, I think the rest of the day was cancelled. So he's, you anyway, know, best wishes mate. goes out to the Birchall yeah. family. Um, we, we hope you're better sure. soon, Seth. Uh, good to hear. So with that being said, uh, Blake Fox and Ryder Kingsford have basically traded... Um, well, Blake's taken all bar one moto win. Yeah, three out of four. Um, Ryder's been. But you know what? Uh, that first, uh, sorry, the second race at One Faggy, mm. Ryder Kingsford impressed me. Yeah, because I know from racing experience when I get passed on the track and to go and pass that person, so back, hard to regroup. It's hard to regroup, mm. and he's a young fella, and Blake is going to be the vet of the class. He's the older boy. Right. He is. I mean, and I've chatted. It's funny. He's <laughs> careful. <laughs> after the, no, no. After the first two rounds, we were like, oh, Blake Fox is so old. He, and, you know, and Kingsford's so young. And yeah. and then actually Blake Fox's dad called me and he was like, um, there's not that much of an age gap. And yeah. and Blake could have gone, he could have done what Lawwood did and yeah. he could have gone to yeah, MX2 this year, yeah. but they chose between Gas Gas and, and the family. Like he didn't do his pro debut. Yeah. He went out from juniors a year early. Yeah, maybe it's just because he's so small. Well, man. that's the thing. He's, he's so big. Yeah. <laughs> and and Kingsford is the opposite, right? Yeah. So you've got kind of two different riding styles. But um, yeah, there's not the biggest age gap between them. But yeah, everyone... It's, it's funny because we haven't really spoke a whole bunch about it and you've said that right away just from watching it on TV. Yeah, yeah. So that's the perception. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I, was, I must be out for lunch then. I mean, I just... I look at, you know what, it's not even the age. I look at the way that Blake rides, and mm. he doesn't ride like a younger fella. No. He rides, he's very clinical. He's, you know. He, he has a mature riding style. He does. doesn't hang it out. No. And and that's why, I guess, for myself, I thought it, he was older. Yeah. Um, you know, I watched him at Canberra. I watched him, how he rode at one Thaggy. I think Canberra was a, betting, a better outing for him. Um, you one know, one can't get much better. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, really go much better than that. that. But you know, just right. I mean, he's out of New South, so he was going, he, and he's going to be strong at Maitland too. Yeah, he you will know? be. Um, but he's just so good. He reminds me of Jed Beaton when he rides. Um, he's yeah. on the pegs. He's very. He flows he's his over, over the front of the bike. He's over the front. He's he's going to be very good. I think once he comes. Shout into out to that. Jed and Wilbur as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, MXGPs yesterday. Wilson's had a crazy start to the year with arm pump surgery and and trying to race. Jed, it looked like Jed got lucky with he that crash. Um, I mean, it, a bit of a rough start for the Aussies with uh, and um, Mitch Evans being Mitch injured. Yeah, uh, sucks. I mean, Kingsford, Kingsford is probably the opposite end of the spectrum just because he's smaller. Like I wouldn't say he hangs it out, but he's just a smaller dude, so the bike has to move around more because yeah. he's not as strong. Yeah. Um, I like. Don't get me wrong. I like how Kingsford ride. He impressed me at oh, Montaki, and he, he hangs it out. Like I that, like that. That kid on an eighty-five in Supercross a couple of years ago. I was like, made me a believer because some of the rhythms he was doing could have put him in the lights class. He'd yeah, like there was at Wollongong, there was like a, a rhythm 
he was doing the same rhythms as the 250 guys. He was like three and out on a big three. And Was yeah. he on a 65 at Geelong Supercross as well? I love seeing that stuff. Probably back That was the impressive day. too. I love yeah. that stuff. It's so cool. Like, Back, I was commentating in every lap because he was coming through the field too. I was like, who's another drill? It's just like losing it. I touch him again. But um, oh. <laughs> it's, it's cool. But um, Benny yeah, Novak, I think it's, it's as well. anybody's out of those two. That, you know, yeah. there's, there's, a, there's like a seven point gap or well, actually a 12 point gap, sorry, in the championship. But that's nothing with the rest of the season playing out. Um, Benny Novak, man, really impressed with Ben because yeah. he kind of came out of juniors as he was fast. Yeah. But lost that factory support. Is this his like first year in MXT would have been last year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so it basically yeah. is. Yeah, so he's one of the elder sort of. Yeah, because this is the thing now. You got Novak in third, Kobe Drew four. I don't really know much about Kobe Drew. I know he's from Queensland. Um, then you got Kata Manier. So you got you know seventeen year olds like Fox. Yeah, Manier's fourteen. Yeah, you know sixty five I mean? world champ. Sixty five world champ. Manier is. Yeah, so who's he? Manier is a. Western Australia boy. He yeah, is. Correct, right? Race Manji on the weekend, I think. Yeah. yeah. He went pretty well, right? Yeah, he, yeah. he rips, dude. And here's the thing. I'm pretty... Don't don't quote me on this, and it's a possibility that I might have it wrong, but I, I believe... <laughs> wouldn't be the first <laughs> time. <laughs> the first time. So, um, you know, many parents do sometimes... Uh, all parents, actually. Not just many parents. Pro parents. I've, I've had some phone calls over the years with the show. Yeah. Um, because it's hard to know everything. But that being said, I believe Muneer was 13 when the season started and got an exemption to race round one so because he would turn 14 with the new MX3 rules. So he's riding right now as 14. He's a 14-year-old on 250F, just on a 250, just turned 14. He was going to race 125, wasn't he? He was, and they chose to ride 250. Good and, call. And he was running up front at um at Canberra. Like, there was yeah. one of those Murrays. He was in that top three for a little bit. Just a bit of food for thought as well. I mean, at 14, when I was in the States, majority of the kids at 14 are riding Super Minis. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's not many kids that are going to be going up at the age of 14 to a 250 to race the MX3 um, class. I mean, that is... Just in itself, like he's running fifth in the points. That's impressive. I've been meaning to talk about him, Donnell, for the first few mm. shows, but we just haven't got to it. But to me, you look at his career path, like Fox, Kingsford, Novak, they go up next year. To me, I'm like, Maneer wins easily next year. Uh, I shouldn't say easily. Not but, e- but you know, there'll be other be. guys to battle. Yeah. But it's like he will most likely career path will be like MX, uh, MXGP. Yeah. Like the way he's he so win, young. He wins MX3. Say he wins MX3 next year, then he'd go AMX a year after. You could think, I mean, or, or he that. does MX2 here the year after, does well, go whatever, whatever. But he's going to be, this new structure of MX3 in, in Prime X, he's going to be the first youngster that I think, if all goes to plan, will capitalize from this young age group, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think that if he surrounds himself with the right people, he puts himself... I mean, he's 14 at yeah. the end of the day, but if he surrounds himself with guys that are fast, like... Yeah, I mean, that he, fast, he's, he's going to be on the right KDM track, you know? put a lot of resources into him. He trains with Ross in the pro group there. Like he's Is he on the MR or KDM? No, he's KDM. ATM, he's, he's factory KDM factory backed, KDM. so... Just, just food for thought. Like for you listeners, you, you know, you look at MX3, but it's there's such a cool narrative of different age groups developing in this series now. Yeah. Um, Kate Maneer, Jack Mather, like I said, Ty Jack Keen. Mather had a good, good round. I thought last year at Canberra. I mean, he faded a little bit, but he, he didn't ride too bad. Always, Dude, always how crazy was uh, was MX3 at Wani? Crazy. Like those first few laps, crazy. it was just like so much going so on. So much going on. You can always count on MX3 to do that. Um, but all right, well, that's basically. Uh, about it that's about it you know what i'm gonna do this weekend what's that actually might even do it during the week i'm gonna go on my bike 
I'm going to go down and uh, get myself some oils. Uh, <laughs> for this chair? For the chair. <laughs> but also get myself some gear at AMX at their new clearance um, center. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's just well, the right. you, you can ride your fixed crank bicycle. Yeah. And, uh, and do your thing. Look I at should. you all, South Yarra. South Yarra. Yeah. yeah. City I'm surprised you don't have a, a twizzly moustache You know what? If I could grow one, I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> I grew a moustache recently and it's gone orange. So, yeah. Yeah. wait for uh, my so body I've got the, to... I've uh, got the, lumber, the try-hard lumberjack beard going on right now. Because it won't grow anywhere else. Yeah, that and we're also just cutting down trees everywhere. Yeah. It's true, true. You, you lumberjack <laughs> in real life at the moment, living out in the woods there. But, uh, all right, guys, this um, has been... Before we go. Oh, yeah. Before we go, I mean, we're going to end the show on a bit of a somber note, but... Um, Obviously, Fink, uh, you know, the Fink Desert Race has been going on the last few days. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, we want to send our condolences out to, uh, we don't really know details, but there, there was an incident, I believe. Um, With a buggy and a spectator. A spectator, unfortunately, uh, passing away. Uh, the lake home was cancelled, uh, you know, and we, we just want to give a shout out to all those involved and all the competitors at Fink and everyone. This is a, a community and um, motorsports, motocross, buggies, everything in between off-road. It's it's all part of a greater, you know, off-road. Big off-road family. family. So um, condolences to everyone involved there. And, and, and we wish everyone involved with Think Safe Travels home. Yeah. And um, and with that, this has been the uh, AMX Moto Online Primax recap show. Kind of previewing um, Maitland, Gilman, Maitland, everything and, in between. Uh, we've got a rescheduled date for Gilman, which is July 11th. So basically when we go to Maitland in a few weeks, it is on like Donkey Kong yep. until the end of the year. Hopefully everything goes to plan. I can't wait. Uh, Andy, we've got to get you back in to do more of these. Yeah, it's been fun, man. I, yeah. uh, it's good. It's good what's to the, see you What's guys. the chances we... You still got that 125? I do have this 125. So what's the chances? cup. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it. Well, if I can get a bit of backing, I might. You know. Dude, I'll put it... We'll inside, I'll 50 bucks. It <laughs> dirt, inside dirt. I'll, I'll, let's, let's talk. All right. Inside we, dirt. We might be able to talk to AMX too. Oh, there you yeah. go. Okay. Yeah. okay. Now we're talking. All right. <laughs> well, you were... You were um, yeah, a fly you guy, were a fly right? guy for I a long time. I was a fly guy. Which is all in, the, fly, all in the same group. And a showy guy. I bought an Arrow recently, but... Uh, oh, <laughs> don't, don't swear at me it. like that. <laughs> but uh, no, that's something we could definitely talk about. I might be interested. Right. We, we might have to call Rob back after the show. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get on it. Let's go. just put a... I'll be a team owner again. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> uh, all right, all guys. Right. Hey, thanks for listening. Um, Andy, Darnell, um, Alex Larwood. Appreciate him coming in earlier. As I said, this has been the AMX Mono Online Pro AMX Recap Show on the Inside Dirt Network get it where your favorite podcasts live i will put it up probably tomorrow and uh with that being said thanks for tuning in and we will catch you guys uh the recap show the monday after maitland in two weeks time we'll be back in here doing the recap show thanks guys thank you